0: Welcome to the Chelsea fancast, fuelled by Guinness, powered by celery. The show that is very glad it was at a party house all weekend. Well, it certainly looks like I swerved one on Saturday. Sad as I was not to be at the bridge to meet all the usual suspects, Chelsea dished up, even by this season's low bar, an awful performance as Brighton swept them aside easily, and I was spared it. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Chelsea, not me, that is. Uh, As I said many times before, the constant upheaval of new ownership, change in managers and influx of new signings has put us in this position. But this has compounded the issues at the club when Bowley arrived. No spine in the team, literally and metaphorically. No leadership. A group of individuals not playing as a team. And based on Saturday's evidence, either not willing to put in a shift or not capable of it. We really are... In a perfect storm of shit, aren't we? <laughs> players who should have been sold, players who want to weigh, players who think they'll be sold, an interim manager who can't motivate them, new owners who have turned it upside down. The season needs to end now, but should we already be worried about next season with the potential fire cell to mitigate FFP issues, all without the revenue of European football? Anyway, we've got Real Madrid tomorrow. Enjoy it while it lasts, because at this rate, we'll not be seeing Champions League football at the bridge for a long, long, long time. And the, I see, I'm confused because I don't know if I've used this title before, but anyway, bollocks, I'm going to use it again. Uh, Invertebrate Jellies, Chelsea Fancast 986. Now, I feel that's quite appropriate to call the show Invertebrate Jellies, because of course it's a very poncy name for having no spine. But of course, that's the term that Boris Johnson used to describe the Labour Party uh, over Brexit in a speech he made. And frankly, half of the reason we're in this pickle is because of that fat fuck. So I thought I'd steal his. <laughs> I thought I'd steal his bon mot. Uh, anyway, I'm Stanford Chidge, as we all know. And as ever, I've got the absolutely delightful man from the milk, tr- uh, the black. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. The milk tray. You look like the bloke from the milk tray ads, mate. Retro.
1: I think he was a bit smoother than that. And He had a roll neck. I've just got a, a black hoodie on and uh, and uh, a black snood. Snood. You call it. Snood. Who's the wanker a in the snood. It's snood. It's a it's a beanie really, but uh, I'm less cold. I'm not wearing a coat. Looking
0: good actually, mate. Looking well, I have to say. Well,
1: uh, I'm a bit bags under my eyes, but yeah, getting a bit of rest, getting a bit of rest.
0: Good. So. Yeah, you do. You look rested. You look,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good on you. Rested after the. The, the madness of Friday, which was one of the great evenings. But whether anybody could actually hear a word that was being said on the other, on the other end, but uh, it was a rather was...
0: ranty and shouty, but it was audible. It... I did a bit of a mix on it, so it should have been all right. Oh, Ooh, get, get Ooh. me! And it meant, by the way, by having to remix it, not in a DJ style, uh, but uh, it meant that my arrival at this debauched Mini so, uh, so Su- uh, festival slash party was distinctly delayed, and I'm I wish I hadn't remixed it and was late. But hey, the things I do for these people. Boarding. I don't know. Anyway, who we got on the show tonight?
1: Ah, great mind, great wit, lovely man. Um, he is of course. He is of course the the housewife's choice, the housewife's choice, housewife's choice. Uh, and it's Goalie 59. And it is, of course, um all the way from Kingston. Jamaica. Mr. Clayton, Cla- yeah, Mont- not Jamaica. Mont- Mont- I'll like do that voice. That would be Mr. Clayton <laughs> Behrman. Whoop, whoop, whoop.
0: Evening all. Oh, love! it's really lovely to see you, mate, actually.
2: You know. Lovely to see you Yeah,
0: too. You can be my eyes tonight as I was deprived uh, the brilliance of watching that 90 minutes of football on Saturday because I was getting out my tits Uh, there we go I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure I made the wrong decision I should have gone to the football really shouldn't I but there you go Uh, right on the show uh, tonight no no before we do that sorry I still I'm still I'm still mentally in this big country house getting mashed so I might be a bit not on it tonight anyway as ever don't forget you can listen to the show live every Monday and Friday (coughs) sorry JK I'll, I'll start that again As ever, don't forget, you can listen to the show live uh, every Monday and Friday. (laughs) I don't know why I bothered at 7.30pm by going to Mixler, which is chelsea com, where you can join in all of the chat by posting on the live chat page. So many of you lovely people do. Good to see so many of you in there as always. Where would we be without you? I can tell you we would not be doing this that's for sure we would be nothing anyway uh you can of course follow us on all the socials at chelsea fancast uh, and of course listen and subscribe to the show on acast spotify apple and all good podcast platforms and uh make sure you leave us a heartfelt glowing five star review none of the none of the naughty rude words in there about what you really think of us they can stay on other people's reviews right in a moment we're going to be uh, brace ourselves we're going to be talking chelsea Brighton. <laughs> Well, well, well. I, I said in the intro, didn't I, JK? I didn't half swerve one. I, I got that feeling, you know, I swerved one. I did actually keep up with it on. I had Flash score working. They did have internet at this place. So uh, I, I was aware. I was getting notifications when. I got right. very excited when uh, Chelsea went one up. I got a ping and it said Gallagher scored. And I thought, oh, my God, this could be the day. Well,
1: for 10 minutes, we were. We were. We sort of. Um... It was against the run of play to an extent, but we we did move around a bit more and you felt there's a bit more energy. And um, uh, it was Billy Wiz himself who uh, zoomed into the middle of the pitch and then did a reverse pass for uh, Connor to have a snapshot. And um, you sort of want to say to them, you should do this more often, guys, get into the area and have a, have a shot because it hit somebody and went into the corner of the net and everybody then there was a kind of dreadful false dawn. But um, uh, I think it's really worth I know you you saying you're glad you missed it, but uh, in a bizarre way, I think it's worth going to every single game and just assessing what on earth is going wrong and being able to, to look at it and think...
0: Can, can, I, can I make a caveat? I'm not really glad yeah. I missed it. I love going, you know, but it was too good to miss miss this part. No, but
1: I think there are, there are a lot of supporters who are, will start giving up because that's the trend, isn't it? And then they'll return when they start getting slightly better. I've never they're understood any... that. Well, I, I think they get... They're so involved, they get... They get depressed by it. They get upset by it, which I don't blame them for at all. If you've got a certain conception of how you want the team to be playing and they're nowhere near it, it's, it, it's, it, it affects your being, it affects you who you are because you're, you're not seeing, um, you're not seeing what you expected. And I think this is the, this is a real low, isn't it? For the, this is the, this is the worst we've played for 20 years. I mean, other than in the, the Anna Cerebulis with the Mourinho, where it was a little bit desperate but that was then resurrected wasn't it by that was a blip like goose coming in so um but it, it is this, this it, is the worst since 1992 yeah 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 it's, it's 30 years at least yeah, yeah i agree i agree completely with you but there is a i'm like a kind of um snake drawn to a mongoose yeah i like that analogy
2: he <laughs> yeah. I, 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 was it was good player when he came mongoose <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's Tibor got Tibor's uh, later, Tibor's part three mate, if you want to snakes part he's three. part three just,
1: just coming, I just, you know you think, what the fuck is going to happen today, and also um, you hope somehow that something, something will change, but as we've already said, it's you know Einstein's view of if you keep expecting the same thing to be, you watch the same thing expect it to be different, that's the sign, that's a the the um, definition of madness, and um, and I have to say I, I I think Frank has been absolutely appalling during this period. Why, because is, why are
0: you sticking it on Frank? What's he done? Because, because
1: he has clearly done no work at all. On you don't know that. It, it's a, well, uh, I, I think I can make a deduction, Chidge. That that only if f-
0: you're Sherlock Holmes.
1: No, <laughs> 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 I must go and get my dear. Clayton can in. be Watson. I'll yeah, be the, I'll be the maid. Would you <laughs> be my Watson Clayton? Would you please? I'd love it. I'd love it.
2: Yes, I'll be your doctor. Thank you. Thank
0: you. For my yes. <laughs> if only we had video, Clayton's yeah, face yeah, 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 Clayton. Yeah, yeah. Clayton's face, thinking what well, I
1: got myself involved in here. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, is he no, I. I let me just let me just finish this. I I I think the the fact that he selected a team in the second half of players that he. Almost had got on well with when he was previously manager, and clearly well, you mean
0: you mean the substitutions, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He clearly hadn't been looking at the fact that all of them have been playing absolutely like shit. So why he's did he think somehow that because he's there they would somehow become different players? Did he think they would give him a level that the club has been missing under Potter because they just played as badly as they have all season? So it, it it's it he... did he does he think he has a kind of a, a magic presence that will alter them. Do you know what? Some... I,
0: I, I think he's just as bereft and can't understand what's going on as we are, actually. I mean, it's just, I, I, I'm just I, looking I, at the subs, mate. Ziyech, why the fuck? Yeah. I mean, you know, again, yeah. I totally agree with yeah. you. Mount, I get. And, and Kovacic, Felix and James, and I think possibly Mount are all people that you would have thought he was resting for Real Madrid, but he brought on in some sort of desperation I mean, to try said, and get a result.
1: But why was he resting them? Why not play the team? Because that's the, ma- play... that's the
0: game that counts this week.
1: No, no, but why rest them? Why not play the team that you think is going to work and play I, I them? I agree.
0: If they get injured, tough shit.
1: Yeah, tough shit. I you know, we're not, they're not keeping them all in cotton wool. And a very interesting thing happened um, as I was uh, I chatted to several people after the game in in Aussies. And um, as I, and a and a guy who who's one of the head, he's involved with the whole catering aspect of everything. Who's a who's I'm very friendly with, um, came up to me and said, "I'm Clayton. Unlike other people who want to punch my lights out, but." Um, uh, and I, I came up, uh, um, he came up and said, Oh, Jonathan, Jonathan. He said, I just went into the players' lounge. He said, Frank is in there. Frank is in there. And he said, I heard him say, We're Chelsea. We're fucking Chelsea. He said, I couldn't bear it. And I ran out, he said. And I said, Well, that's exactly echoing what he then said in the presser, which is, This is Chelsea. And why are they not playing up to a level for Chelsea? Well, th- does this mean, has this been. And another thing: is he did that thing which lots of managers seem to do when they come into a new situation, as they say they're not fit. And you think, well, there's an aspect of that. You're just observing them. They're so slow to the ball. They're so not committed. They're so lacking in any kind of um, intensity. Perhaps they. Perhaps under Potter, it became like that. Was, I don't was it, know. Was it?
0: Was it? well, I can't remember if we talked about this on Friday because it, it was so mad on Friday that I, it, I I couldn't take any of it in, but somebody I heard somewhere somebody saying that they're not fit enough and the reason that they're not fit enough is because we've got so many in the squad Potter couldn't really actually do any you know kind of intense one-to-one work with anybody it was it was just really trying to accommodate that many players and as a consequence they might have got somewhat unfit I, I mean that I've heard that Read that. I don't know where it's going from. How, yeah. how Early on know. there weren't enough
1: players to play, were there? So there weren't enough players anywhere. Surely they must have had an element of fitness. I don't. I don't uh, know. Clay,
0: Clay, what were you saying, mate? Sorry. No, I mean that 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 can't be right.
1: I mean that that's just
2: bollocks. I mean, the the thing is with too many players is that you can't perhaps work on tactics. Perhaps you you don't you know because he didn't, and I'm not blaming him for this because it was a situation that was put on him. He didn't. He didn't have the co to just say, "Right, you ten there, fuck off. I'm dealing with these guys. You know, I'm really sorry, but you're just not. I'm just not going to use you." Which is what Conte would have done. Yeah, and what you know, I mean, I know it's not on the on the script, but we need somebody to come in and kick ass. We really do. I, I don't, you know, all these fucking sort of trendy surfboarders and. I don't know. We we need somebody to come in and just basically just just I sort think the need, it needs out. to be brutal. Yeah, it does. Because it that's does. where I, we are. I, yeah, I mean, you know, the, you look at what 10 Hards done. Yeah, I mean, he's Ten brutal. Hard is is that's the sort of manager we need. Yeah. No shit from anybody. Don't care who you are. I don't want to be here. Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. I mean, I just it, it, the the worst thing that's happened this season from my perspective is basically, it doesn't hurt. That That's the thing that really, really gets my go. That's the thing that hurts, the fact that it doesn't yeah. hurt. That, that's the thing. And, and the only thing that has been induced in me this season is anger. Not at any particular, you know, I, under Potter, I got really angry because I just thought, you don't know what you're doing. Um, under Frank, there's just been nothing. It's just, there's no emotion at all. I mean, it was great great to see Frank back and what have you. And funnily enough, in the press conference today, I mean, I I don't think you can judge his managerial skills at the moment because I just don't think anybody... No, I agree. Anybody at Brian all... Brian Clough wouldn't get a you, tune out
0: of these bunch of
2: wankers. I mean, I, I do actually think he didn't help himself on Saturday. Now, if you perceive that you're resting players because you think you've got a hope in hell of beating Madrid, then God bless you. But it ain't going to happen. The, the 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 way that we played on Saturday was just bizarre. And I have to say that in a season of managerial just debacles, bringing on Ziyech is the worst. I just don't... It's it just insane. I mean, to be fair, he put in a decent cross, but
0: why? It made the I mean, cut on what? match of the day, so it must have been What's good. What's that? It made the cut on match of the day, so it must have been good. Yeah, because
2: because in terms of attacking intent, there, there was probably about three things that happened um, and all were shown. But, I mean, it, it's just, it's that that's the thing. It, it just doesn't hurt at the moment because it's just so awful and... I think you know, without going all old person, it is crap and it is shit. And I, I, I just, I, I find it hysterical on social media. This is the worst Chelsea team ever. No, it's not. This is the worst Chelsea player ever. No, it's not. You know, it isn't by any stretch of the imagination. But, but
0: to sort of. But it, but it feels like it.
2: Yeah, and I mean, if if you are, what. Well, 25 30 then 35 then, then the worst team, this see, is man. it you've yeah. never seen anything this bad and okay this bad Quarterfinal final in the Champions League in 11th in in the Premier League uh that's still not bad but but it, it just hides the, the fact that for whatever reason and I, I sort of get the fact that you don't want to be associated with the previous regime but if the previous regime in 20 years was the most successful team in England, why the fuck would you tear that up?
0: Mm, arrogance. Um I mean we could go we could go I mean, I think we actually you know what what we I mean we could go on about this for hours, I know. I, I just wanna quickly on the on the actual uh, game front. Um I mean JK mentioned that Mudrick did okay, that Gallagher was the only one who really put everything into it as he always does, but Kepper was excellent. He, he, you know, he, I, I've only seen half-hour highlights. I ha- I have to say, so apologies, people, for my, uh, you know, not being as on it as normally. But you know, most of Kepper's saves made the cut actually. But it could have been a fucking cricket score if, if he hadn't turned up, and I think he did. And you know, we're very quick to criticise Kepper. I think we should be equally quick to praise him. What do you think, boys?
1: The Goalie should should comment
0: first.
2: Okay, so if it wasn't for him that game, we would have been about four or five down at half time. He made the save he made from the header was fantastic. The save he made from Matoma, where Matoma just walked through our defense, uh, was also fantastic. Um, and he did keep us in the game, but for the second game in a row, he got beaten from outside the box from a long shot. Now, was the, it a good? I think it was a good shot. It was a. Fantastic it was quite a worldy, Clayton. Shot. It was a fantastic shot, and there are so many things wrong with what happened. Felix giving the ball away, James giving the ball away, Kovacic not closing down, uh, shield turning his back. But when you see the ball go in, a goalkeeper who's slightly taller that's that old one is potentially it? have got a hand to it. The goal against Real Madrid, again, the second goal was an absolute shit show. There were so many people basically made mistakes. But again, you know, Kepa's beaten from outside. He is the most fantastic reaction goalkeeper. He really is. And he's great with his feet. And, you know, it, it, it seems churlish to criticise him on Saturday. And I don't criticise him. You know, that that was a fantastic goal. But, you know, at the end of the day, he he, he kept us in it. I mean, two-line score, it could have been 5-1. I mean, it really was just, it was embarrassing. And and he, he was great. He was great. Um, whether is a long-term solution, mm. I, just,
1: I don't yeah. think so. The second goal, just to say you're absolutely right, Badia Shield didn't make any effort to block the shot at all, to go, to go and close the guy down. At all, Badia shield, but it
2: shouldn't. A, it shouldn't a, have got
1: anywhere near, near that anyway. Anyway, but nonetheless, we're I've not seeing any of that, that. Never, never say die yeah. approach that nearly every other Premier League defender has, which is to rush out to uh, to narrow the yep. any possibility of anything being shot in yep. that area. And the very fact you got Absolutely. a shot, the Badia shield was awful. Chich, I wonder why that was. Well, you why why do you well, why that? do you think? Because um, he hasn't played, I suppose. That's because, the, because that's the think... right
0: answer. Exactly that.
2: Cut out the Champions League squad. Yeah. Not playing with... I mean, Fafana and Badia Shield looked pretty poor on um, Saturday. They had no protection from the midfield.
0: They were completely exposed. Would that and be they... because we didn't play with a defensive midfielder? Would that be because we don't have a defensive midfielder at the club? (laughs) I can see the 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 pain etched on your face, guys. The blood
1: from from Clayton's face, everybody at home. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Badia Shield, when he was playing with Silver when he first joined the club, different player. Brilliant, was not he? (laughs) Badia Shield next to Fafana, both inexperienced, both young playing in a team with, with zero confidence, that's, that's it. I mean, there's it's just no leaders. There's nothing. There's
1: nothing there. The players don't care. I don't – I'm not sure it if you – The players don't care or somehow – I mean, I was bemused to see um, Reese just seem to lose well, his touch. I know.
0: think Reese is – I don't think Reese is fit. Reese should have had his fucking operation, operation two months ago. Yeah. And it's just that that, I mean, if the the inevitable happens tomorrow night, then they they should be in have it the following day. I agree. And I mean, it's just I mean, the thing is, it's this kind of stupid clinging on to the the Champions League like a holy grail, like it's going to solve everything. I mean, you know, we're going to get humped tomorrow and they'll be looking even more stupid. There are some very ugly stats from this game. I don't know if you read Simon Johnson's piece in The Athletic. But uh, Brighton had twenty-six shots in ninety minutes. That's the most Chelsea have faced in a home game since statistics were first officially compiled in the two thousand and three-four season. Uh, we've won four of twenty-two Premier League matches. No club has won fewer. Uh, we're thirty-four points behind the leaders, Arsenal. It's not even conceivable that the forty-one point golf to to the top in the ninety-three ninety-four season when Man United won it could be trumped. We've got 39 points, which is still uh, a way shy of our record low of 50, set in 95-96. And 2015-16, interestingly enough. Uh, So that means we need another 11 points from seven. We're going somewhere with this, by the way, don't worry. Uh, Yeah, you know, we need another 11 points from our last seven games to even match that. Our lowest finish was 14th in 93-94. We're eleventh, obviously, six above is the Premier League. Yeah, 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 six above. Uh, uh, fourteenth place. Bournemouth, who are in form at the moment, having I don't know if beating Tottenham counts as form, but we've scored thirty goals in thirty-one matches. Ninety-five, ninety-six team meagre return of forty-six goals from thirty-eight games is under serious threat. So it's really good to see that the new ownership are really taking, uh, with great gusto, the concept of breaking records. Chelsea managed just twelve victories in 95, 96, and 2015, 16. The current group have amassed only ten. Uh, 93, 94 were beaten seventeen times, although there were 42 fixtures that season. So it's you, I could go on and on and on. And I thought this was the last, the last point that was that was very poignant. Actually, Lampard was part of a Chelsea side that went a Premier League record 86 games without a home defeat between 2004 and 2008 in their pomp opponents would arrive here almost beaten before kickoff as Brighton demonstrated so emphatically teams do not fear Chelsea anymore and that is part of the problem I just thought that was uh, well done Simon I thought uh, he made an excellent point there so the question is boys having mooted it and I, I do think we might have been the first to have suggested this and People thought we were mad, and we kind of thought we were mad too. Um, but, you know, we've got 39 points. We've got seven games left. Uh, we've got, who is the, I mean, the relegation zone is 27 points, which is, uh, it's what, 12 below us. So that's four games, isn't it? A Four game swing, four, five game swing. It's not inconceivable that we're out of the fucking woods yet, and I've just looked looked at. I looked, as you know, because it's in the notes. But I looked at who we've got in our last seven games. Now let's assume that we do get humped by Real Madrid tomorrow, so the season is effectively over. We've then got Chelsea, Brentford. Uh, we've then got Arsenal away, Bournemouth away, Forest at home, City away, Newcastle at home, and of course somewhere in between all of that, like we've got to go to United. Brentford are chasing European football for the first time in their history. They'll be bang up for it, and they're a decent team. Arsenal are trying to win the Premier League for the first time since 2003. I think they might be rather motivated. Bournemouth are fighting for their lives and are in a run of good form. Forest are are not down yet. They're in they're in 18th, you know, and I think you know they're they're motivated uh, to 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 get to get some points. City. Uh, may well be uh, either, you know, still challenging for the title and or the Champions League and their city and they've mashed the shit out of us this year. We've got Newcastle at home. Newcastle will be definitely trying to get their best Premier League position for about nearly 30 years uh, and certainly top four. And United, uh, you know, they're currently in third and they'll want to, I mean, you know, I think what I'm really trying to say, JK, is where can you see the next point coming from, let alone win, Seriously, mate.
1: Um. I I can't actually see us winning anything. I don't think we're going to win anything. We might draw the Forest game. But as every every one of those teams has a reason to uh, uh, to not be on holiday, to not be on the beach, and um, uh, I, I can't really see what the best team is. I suppose if Conte keeps fit, you just keep playing him. Um, and you just try and play the best team for the, the remainder of the remainder of the um, of the fixtures. I mean, obviously you do, but there's none of this cotton wool and resting and uh, managing the side. You've just got to put the what you perceive to be the best side out. But I don't think Frank as yet knows what the best side is. I just find it um, bizarre that people that we know will not provide anything because they haven't, are getting run-, run outs. You know, it's like we know that Sterling is absolutely hopeless and isn't interested and yet he plays him at centre-forward. You know, they had the wonderful image of dunk six foot five with him not even bothering to go for the ball when it's bunged up the pitch and then just not making any effort. So why did Frank bother to pick him in the first place? Because he, he's he's performed like that every single time he's played for us this but year. I, I, I mean, can we just
0: uh, can we just talk about the Frank thing for a minute? You're absolutely... Absolutely entitled to your own opinion and to what did you call it? To juice, There you go. Your deductions. Yes. But I mean, Frank's come in. He doesn't really know the squad. He's yeah, had... But
1: my point is he should. He should. He should watch videos. He should watch the last videos, of the last ten games. Just watch them. We could see. Could see what's going on. That's where you do your due diligence. You don't turn up and go. Oh, I didn't know you could play there. I'll put Ziyech in. Oh, I didn't. You're not playing like Chelsea. What's the matter with you? We could have told him all of that. We could have told him immediately that was happening. It's been happening all the last few games. Potter not You know why? Why is he surprised? I, I don't I'm get not, it. I'm
2: not sure he's surprised at, at the performances, but I suspect he's absolutely shocked at the attitude of the players. I I think if you're an external person, you just you perceive what's happening, and I think he's gone in that dressing room and he's been shocked. Uh, the fact that these guys are, I, th- I think basically that there's, I mean, you know, we we can have as much of a go at Potter as we want, a much go. I mean, you know, the short the sort of oversaw that dreadful defeat at Leeds and the dreadful defeat at Southampton. So nobody's covered themselves in glory, but for, for for whatever reason, and I don't know whether it's because of how many players we've brought in, there's nothing there. There's no gumption. There's no soul. There's no heart. I mean, you know, on, on Saturday, the two players who you would perceive would give everything would be Silva and um, Kante. And presumably they'll be playing tomorrow night. You know Gallagher. You know I I sort of put something out after one of the the, the recent games and you know praising Gallagher because people were just slagging him off, saying he's crap, he's not good enough, he's you know he's championship level and this that and the other. They're all fucking championship level at the moment. But who but who is the guy who's running around? And I don't care if he's not, you know, at the level that he should be. He. Could possibly get to it. I don't know. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. But he's the only one that I can see that's running around giving everything. Final whistle on Saturday. He basically slumped to the turf and was. You could see he'd given everything and he was absolutely distraught that we'd lost. Didn't see anybody else do that. You know, Kovacic couldn't get off the bloody pitch quick enough. It's just, it I, that that's my perception is that Frank is 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 shocked at uh, what he's 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 basically well, inherited.
0: I, I also think there's a massive difference between watching all the videos of the games and actually being with the players in the flesh. And and the two are, are not necessarily related because you as a manager will, will hope that you will see more. It's a bit like what we say, isn't it, about when you watch a game live and you watch a game on TV. They're very different things. So I would imagine that he's kind of seeing things on the pitch or hoping for things that he's seeing at the training ground which is leading to some of these selections. But he's, you know, I think... You have
1: your suspicion, surely. Yeah, you see yeah I, I accept that. But
0: but out. but yeah. all things being equal, he's in the same position that any manager that comes into a team, you know, with, with if you like, no prior knowledge will do. He will check things out. But, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, JK, because I, 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 I agree, you know, if we can fucking see it, why can't they, is, is what we would always say. And I, I think there's some validity to that. But... I don't think you can pin this on him on, on, entirely on him. I think I think this ha- this is absolutely at the place. No, no, door. I, I, I'm
1: not pinning it entirely on him. I think it was just he's on a complete hiding to nothing. Yeah, and, he is, uh, isn't he? And he and the more this goes on, the more embarrassing this is going to be, and it could be the end of his future managerial career.
0: Which says, I mean, okay, you know, on the one hand, he's got big enough ego to take it on in the hope that it might work, but on the other hand, I think I think I think when it comes to ch- look, we said this, didn't we, on Friday or last Monday, we said anybody else would have said, fuck off, I'm not going back to you lot after what you did to me. But it's Frank, and he really genuinely does love this club, and I think he would do anything. I think there's a selflessness to, to this as well as the selfishness, oddly. It's quite a weird paradox, but I do think there is with him. Well,
1: every, every other club has uh, who sacked their managers just kept the, the, the original staff in and put a caretaker manager in we've never heard of, you know, like Yeah, Spurs. Spurs, and how's that yeah. working out for them?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, fuck off Bruno so, so, Salter. I mean, he so didn't want to be here. Keeping him here would have been insane. And I think it would have led think, to a I riot. What,
1: the, uh, the the fact that he said, I'm speaking to Potter to make, the, uh, to make the transition smooth, Graham to make the transition smooth, was just completely hideous. I think when the club heard that, they must have thought, oh, my God, he's going to be carrying on doing this, the team selections with Graham. No, thanks. Oh, fuck get that shit.
0: OK, listen, we're going to have a, a quick um, a lemon break. Uh, but before we do, we need to announce the fact that we are doing another Chelsea Fanca, Fancast Presents afternoon at the Troubadour Club. We're having an afternoon with the lovely John Boyle uh, this coming Sunday, 23rd of April. Only the Chelsea Fancast would get a Scotsman on to do a gig on St George's Day. We have no shame. Uh, Johnny Boyle is lovely. He was uh, part of the uh, 60s side uh and he won a league cup with us got tankard for his troubles and he didn't didn't get an fa cup medal because he wasn't in the squad and they didn't have more than a substitute in those days but he did win the european cup in his cup the following year was very instrumental in that he was a wonderful 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 player for the club and he has great stories about that great 1960s uh, early 70s side and he does also have a very large scrapbook cause he's kept everything to do with his career. He's really engaging. He's very funny. Uh, and he and his stories are just brilliant. So this is really not one to miss, people. It really, really isn't. Doors doors open at half two. We kick off at three o'clock. We'll be talking about the Real Madrid match with Johnny, no doubt, uh, and current Chelsea, but we'll also be having a big live Q&A with the great man himself. Tickets are 20 quid plus a two quid booking fee. Uh, you can get them from ticketweb.uk. Information about it is on our Facebook uh fan page and uh, of course pinned to our twitter account. Clayton you you would have seen Johnny Boyle play wouldn't you mate? Do you know the thing is that he played in
2: the first Chelsea game that I ever went to and my one of my abiding memories from that game was how red his legs were. <laughs> Love it. He was a great he was a great competitor and he was basically the Conor Gallagher of his day. I don't I know. I, Jonathan would have been slightly older than me, so he would have seen him more and appreciated him more. But he was that sort of player, wasn't he? Yep. He, was, yep. he was tenacious, very, he very competitive. The ball. he never gave up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And you wouldn't say you wouldn't say that he was the most skillful player. I mean that that late sixties, early seventies team had some really, really skillful players, but you need John Boyles. You need Conor Gallagher's. You need a heartbeat.
1: You, you. When he was sub, you brought him on to inject energy in the same way that that Gallica does. He, there's a There's a Mickey Thomas about Johnny Boyle as well. The fact that he just never stopped yeah. running. He was, he was always into into last ditch tackles and goal line clearances. He was just, it, it, you know, it, it, the kind of player that is is um, is needed by the unsung. the, the, the silk the silky silky smooth lot. Yeah, and unsung in the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Are you you're going to do your do some homework before Sunday and ask him some interesting I, questions?
1: I, I don't need to do any homework. Well, it's I, all, I, all up here. Actually. Well,
0: I, okay. I I I didn't mean I didn't mean that uh, to come out as rudely as it clearly did. No, but... no, I, I didn't take it rudely. I okay, just meant.
1: Okay. But I I just it, there are only certain you know I'm going to ask him about the League Cup. I'm going to ask him about yeah. um, certain games that I remember going to. I'm going to ask him about um, being the first sub. For Chelsea, I'm going to ask him about the 67 Cup Final, which was bitterly disappointing um, for all of us because we were the favourite. Didn't turn up, did we? No, nope, didn't turn up. I'm going to ask him about um, what happened for 70. Why he suddenly was not in the in the the frame? Ask him about um, 71 in the European Cup Winners' Cup Final because that was a uh, he played in both legs of that, and that was a a wonderful victory.
0: I might watch that before Sunday. You know. I'll do. I'll do what Frank Lamp. What you think Frank Lampard should have done?
1: Your okay. due. Your due I, diligence. I'm
0: due diligence. I shall go and watch the uh, the Cup Winners' Cup final, and uh, to remind myself of what a lovely, lovely player he was. It's going to be. I'm really looking forward to it because I'm not going to really be saying much. I'm going to leave it all to you, mate, and the audience. It's
1: great. Well, I'm. I'm quite happy just to ask him question after question after question. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm going to. I'm going to take him to task because he signed my autograph book. With a big picture of him holding the end of the pen, stayed with me forever. And just going, and I went looked at it. Went, he's ruined my picture. (gasps) Oh no! I remember that. That's a big. That stayed with me. I wonder if he'll
0: sign you a new one.
1: Well, funnily enough, make make me a new one. Um, uh, I'm going to try and get my. I'm going to get my the my 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 scrapbook along. I'm going to bring it going to bring it well he's it's bringing
0: difficult. he's bringing his so you can, i know you, you, well, can, I you might, can have a
1: scrapbook off hey yeah i, I might steal his by mistake yeah. mm-hmm.
0: there we go people you got these two fired up i'm fired up by the fact that they're fired up so i mean really these th- these events are great because you can only get about 50 people in so they're quite intimate and uh, select um and a uh, lot of drinking to be had and a lot of uh meeting and greeting and chatting with some of our heroes from the past uh, you can completely ignore me and JK. We're, we're a sideshow compared to the main event, which is the players we get in. So please come along. It'd be lovely to have you there with us. Right, we are having a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk, guess what, more about Chelsea Brighton. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+, plus. serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply see mcdonalds.com chuch jk in all the years you've been following chelsea you hardly ever miss a match home or away but how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on tv
1: oh Chidge, i'd be bereft inconsolable the thought of missing my beloved blue boys life <laughs> fans' real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chels. FootballFancast.com
0: Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast. I am the really, really enthused Stanford Chiz tonight talking about the mighty Chelsea and how they lost to Brighton 2-1. Luckily, I wasn't there to see it because I was getting out of my tits in Devon somewhere. Uh, I think I got the better end of the deal. Uh, now, um, one thing I want to ask you both, uh, and I will ask you both, I'll ask Clayton first, because I've got Clayton Beerman with me, by the way, and of course the wonderful legend that is Stan. Uh, That's a Freudian slip, if ever there was one. <laughs> Jonathan, talk about blowing smoke up your own uh, fucking ass. I don't know. Stanford Beerman. Stanford Beerman. Stanford kid. <laughs> We're, we've all gone a bit hybrid tonight. Um, I'm going to ask Clayton first, because he sits near where I sit, basically. That's why, JK. And then I'll ask you, because you get a very different perspective from where you are arguably better actually because you're in the middle but you know there's been a a bit of uh stuff in the press about the fact the crowd had it with the players with Bowley. a lot of shit was was going down I mean was it a bit toxic was it a bit ranty was it a bit booey no no uh, so they're lying again are they yeah
2: I mean it, so there's there's two things the atmosphere on Saturday was awful um and we were totally and utterly outsung by brighton who were having a brilliant day out now the point is that why wouldn't they we really screwed them at the beginning of this season we in theory took their best player which we now know we didn't um and we took their manager which as we now know was obviously holding them back so they were loving it and good luck to them i actually sort of got very very wound up by them because i was i drink had been taken and i wasn't very happy and i thought that they were a bit uppity and above their station but who am i to criticize a team that are god knows how many points above us the atmosphere was dreadful there was absolutely no, there was nothing there on saturday from the crowd and i you know and and we've had this debate so many times should the should the team get us going or should we get the team going and i just thought there was a we were 2-1 down and there was a, a sort of a slice of action up the other end and the crowd got up for it and and you just see this is this tomorrow night the the team have got to basically I mean, I know that we've got a role to play, but the team have got to go for it as well because you know whatever the perception is and 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 maybe they do care. I don't know they don't look like they care, but maybe they do care. but in terms of unrest, I would say that when uh, Sterling got substitute, there were a smattering of booze. And there were also some boos when somebody else got substituted. I can't remember who it was. Uh, John, nothing can you remember? The, there was another substitution. There was a... Pulisic?
1: Pulisic got to... Um, yeah, yeah,
2: probably. probably yeah. Probably. Pulisic but I mean... Awful. You know, the, the, with with the, the risk of the wrath of our American listeners, you know, I... I can't see the point of playing Pulisic anymore. He doesn't want to be there. We don't want him there. Um, I mean, I am quite interested, sort of just going off piece slightly about this um this so-called dressing room visit by Boley on Saturday. Um, and they say <laughs> and they basically said that that Boley had a go at this, that, and the other. And one experienced professional who has only recently joined well, within the last twelve um, months
0: which I thought was yeah very which pointed. is the
2: last twelve months who basically got the brunt of it and was down in training today uh which is obviously Sterling. Yeah. You know I mean the thing is with Raheem is said it at the time why would City let him go?
0: Yeah absolutely okay
2: but the only thing you would say in Sterling's defence is he came in to play for Tuchel and Tuchel was there for not very long, but I'm sorry, that's football, that's what happens you grow up pair. yes, as Jonathan alluded to, he was up against a defender who was two foot taller than him and they were, you know when we were trying to play out and we couldn't, we just hoofed it, and he's got no chance but as with against Real Madrid, and I know I got called out on this on social media,
0: he just doesn't run. He just doesn't... Like, for me... Well, he does he, run, but, you know, no, I'm not going to say it. He was making runs, but then when he can't
2: get the ball, he doesn't close down. And th- this is, like, in the last two games, this has been so obvious. Why does, and, he run,
0: why does he run like this?
2: Well, because that's what he does. But but the point the point is that we have been pressed to an inch of our lives in the last two games, and it's embarrassing. We can't beat the press. And when the other team has got it, we don't press. No. So, anyway, just going back to the original question, no, I, I didn't really think the crowd were toxic because I think, and I, I don't want to speak for 42,000 other people, but I think a lot of people are just like, it's it, we're numb to it now. We know that nothing we do is going to change
0: anything on the pitch,
2: and I just think that's it. I think there's an apathy about
0: it. Yeah, I think as you said earlier, actually the numbness. JK, what about you? Where did you where did you hear from the uh, the um, the middle of the East Stand?
1: Well, we we the energy level in the crowd went up when we scored, and there were a few dribbly carefree's happened, but um, it soon went back down to to very little. Um, because they were just so all over us and they were unbelievably loud. So uh, um, I agree completely with Clayton. There's a dreadful kind of inevitability. but I've There's a malaise, this. isn't there, around it's the, the same under Potter. You know, even when pe- people wanted Potter out, the bloke was going, you know, Potter, get out of our club. And everybody everybody ignored him and just left. You know, it was, uh, there's a kind of um, uh, dreadful acceptance. Well, I, of, you see,
0: I, I think, Jake. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I didn't mean to. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to butt in over you. But it it relates to what you were saying, really. Which is, I think, what we're talking about here is is an acknowledgement about how powerless we are, and have become, and how little agency we have in this. Because, you know, let's think about this in the bigger picture. I said we're in a perfect storm of shit. And I said players you should have been sold. Players you want away. Players you think they'll be sold. Interim manager with no ability to motivate the team. New owners who've turned it upside down. But you have to go farther than that. This is not all down to the current set of players that we've got. It's not all down to Bowley and Egbali, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This goes back to the fact that a government tried to kill our football club. And uh, first of, so we we had no power in that. None of us did. They could have. Our club could have gone under, and there would have been absolutely fuck all that any of us could have done about it. So that fifty odd years of investment that you'd put into it, J.K. 40, 50 years of yours, Clayton, 40 years of mine would have been for fuck all. And there'd have been nothing that we could have done. And then they sell it to, to another load of people, Bowley, in this case. There was really very little we had to do with that. I mean, I know the trust met all of the new prospective owners, but they they were they were selling concepts to us. We had, no, we had absolutely no say in who got that gig. And now they go and spunk 600 million quid up the wall. We have no say in that. They hire Tuchel, who we all thought was doing a pretty good job. We have no, we are fucking powerless. And I think it's really this is what's happened. I think it's come home to roost finally. That supporters are just fodder. That's all we are. We're fodder to put money in their pocket, and we have no, we have we have emotional ownership, and that's it. We have no, we have no say, no power, no influence.
1: I've I've always felt that though, Chidge. I've never ever felt that we ever had a.
0: No, no. I, 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 on an intellectual level, of course. But what I'm talking about here is this is an emotional, visceral thing, and I, I mean, why aren't people angry? Why aren't people burning down the gates? Because they know well, it won't make any difference.
1: I think they might start getting more and more angry if this just carries on. You think they might? Well, I think they'll start taking it out on the on the owners. Mm. I think they will. I think. Uh... Just because they want somebody to take it out of But what, it what, what, what good would that do? They we'll just frank. get we just,
0: well, if they if they fucking bail out, they'll just sell it to some other wankers who'll do the same.
1: Who'll be well, just as clueless. The, that may be the. I mean, I, to be a to be super frank, though, I actually think <laughs> um, I actually think that a proper manager who comes in could just turn it around.
0: Yeah. Why?
1: Uh, because they just need guidance. They need a plan. There's no plan. There's nothing happening, and it's and it's getting it's getting people to be proud of playing for Chelsea again, and just or even just proud for playing in the Premier League, and just saying you can't play like this, you know. Because I'm just noticing even even I know we've established Reese isn't fit, but his first touch was just I've never seen anything like it. He just kept the, trapping the ball and it going about a yard in front of him, so the ball's taken off him. He can One trap hundred...
0: it further than I can kick it.
1: Yes, exactly. literally. There was one horrendous moment where I think he gave the ball away and he got it back again. He just gave the ball away again immediately. You just think, oh, God, there was so much of that going on and just dreadful control. And and as you said, th- th- we don't appear to have any any press going on. So, therefore, we don't get the ball back a- a- in any way similar to the way that we did under Tuchel, which was it was a, you know, you could see the, the plan was you you. Pressed until you got the ball back in that. What is it? It's the, it, it's the, the, um, originally the Barcelona way. You got the ball back under, uh, in, in 12 seconds. It was, it, it's the Guardiola way. You just, it, it's, it, that is the aim of the press. You get it and then you get the ball into the penalty area as soon as possible. But we don't, we're not doing any of these basic things, any of the basic things that, that the worst teams in the Premier League do. We're not, we're, we're, we're such a ragtag of idiocy. And,
0: uh, <laughs> that's a beautiful expression I love that ragtail ragtail of idiocy
1: Rag, ragtag ragtag. Rag
0: tag sorry ragtag of idiocy rag tag. I, Clayton I've I've I came up with a um I mean these things are probably you know left in my inner dialogue rather than put out on a on a football podcast but I had a I had a amusing I think I was probably having a particularly enjoyable dump after a long weekend partying if you know what I mean. So I had time to cogitate on, on on life and the universe and everything else. And I was thinking to myself, they've really kind of killed it. They've, 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 they've killed the club that we've known for the last 20 years. Okay. So actually, I think what they've done is that they've put the club into a position where we can't do what we've done for the last 20 years, which is to just put in a different manager and watch it all all go wonderfully. And and I'm and I'm wondering if this is really. I mean, I looked at that Brighton side, and 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 they did. You know, they were everything that we are not. Aggressive, one touch football, going forward quickly with end product and and the pressing, as J K was saying. So, you know, Bowley comes in and they said that they want us to be a different kind of club and they want us to to build it in a different kind of way. And they look towards Brighton and see how we're doing that. And Brighton go and buy this this kid from Paraguay who puts in a thirty yarder. Which is amazing. And he cost like tuppence. And that's the whole model that they've done. You can't do that from where we are, or sorry, from where we were. In a sense, you have to kill it to make to make that feasible. And if that's what they want to do, there's nothing we can do about that. But if if that is the I mean, I don't think they deliberately, you know, sabotage us to this to this extent, but if we are in the place that we will end up this season. You know, we we might have money issues. I know that sounds farcical, but we've got FFP to watch out for. We'll have no revenue from uh, from European competition. We might not be able to attract some of the players that we want because they don't want to pay them lots of money. And I saw a wonderful diagram the other week or graph correlating Premier League title winning success with how much you played, paid your players. And guess what? Who knew? The ones that paid them the most were the ones that won the league title the most. And that's what we used to do. They don't want to do that. They want to do this organic thing like Brighton have done. But I don't think you could have done that with Chelsea as it has been for 20 years. But you, you certainly will have to be able to if they plumb the depths that they are now. The trouble is, my question, Clayton, is what is the long-term damage of what's happening here now? And how long will it t- take to rebuild it? Because you know, if we thought we were a way off winning the Premier League last season, how, how far away from it are we now? Uh,
2: okay, several questions in there. I'll, I'll ask. The, I'll answer the last one first. How far away are we now? We're not very far away at all. I think we are probably a decent midfielder and decent forward away from challenging. Again, Goal- goalkeeper. Maybe we, maybe we need to change the goalkeeper, but I, I think you could actually survive because I think. The the point is with Kepper, if you remember during the previous spell when he was playing under Frank and what have you, our defence was actually very good, and the problem was that his um, the 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 shot to save ratio was horrendous. Whereas now he hasn't got the defence, so. If you put the structure in place where you are stronger at the back and you've got defensive midfield in front of a strong defence, then he's perhaps the last thing that you need to change if you want to challenge for the title. So I don't think we're that far away from a, a, the the playing side of it. I think the obviously a lot of the purchasing is of young players who are all inexperienced. And you know, it just goes back to the Badischil and Fofana at centre half. You know, in two three years' time, who knows that that could be one of the best defences defensive pairings in Europe. But we're but how we're... how
0: many years, Clayton? That's what my well, point is. I just said
2: I would say in two to three years. Okay, but but the, but the point is that if you get in a couple of experienced players in midfield in attack if you get in a leader and there has to be a leader because there isn't at the moment and it might be that it's Mason Mount it might be that it's Rhys James but they're not ready yet Um, so from that perspective I don't think we're that far away in personnel but it all depends on who you get in as a manager Mm. because you can have all the players in the world and, and we have most of them um, and that there's nobody can do anything with it. So that that that's the first part. And going back to uh, the last part, going back to the first part, it, it it it's quite insane what they've done. They they have they've seen a model, and whilst their whole sporting model of of stability is completely at odds with what Roman did and and they've made the decision and 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 why they made that decision I don't know but they made the decision that um we are going to do it completely different we're going to do it our way and I think the problem is is they try to do it all at once and you can't do all at once and yes they have destroyed what we had we had an aura we were a team um the only thing I would say is that they have accelerated what's been happening since we won the league in 2017. Now, yes, we won cups and we won the Champions League, which is absolutely fantastic. But the squad, as we were moaning and have been for years, is disjointed. And now what you've got is you've got a disjointed squad that's bloated. And until you have this close season I don't think it's I, I don't know how much damage they've done because if you get say the 10-15 players out and that's going to be a huge ask and you've got a new manager and a, a relatively new squad I don't know it's it's going to take time I mean the one thing that I would say about Brighton so they were fantastic. Yeah, they were. They were
0: they proper teams.
2: Absolutely fantastic. I mean, Deserby, were...
0: Deserby's turned them into. I mean, Potter could never have done what Deserby's done. I don't think.
2: Do you know? Do you know what? It, it, it's very similar,
0: I think, to
2: what happened with Ranieri and then Jose. Mm-hmm. You had a, a a guy who was there, who did a competent job. This is not my words, because like I'm JK. Sorry. I couldn't stand Ranieri, <laughs> good, hated good. him from the, the minute he walked in the club. Um, but he had a ceiling and he couldn't get above that ceiling. And then you bring in an elite manager and boom, we won the league. And Potter obviously has a ceiling. Potter is very good at doing what he does and uh, Brighton. Zerbies come in and taken advantage of what Putter have put in place in the same way that Jose did. So yeah, so it it this summer's probably the most important summer in the club's history.
1: Yeah, well, well it, one of them really history. My my fear is that Nagelsmann is too um, experimental, and as you say, I think you, they need somebody who just comes in and well experienced, uh, experienced and tells it like it is and yeah. just said... up we're playing like this it needs to be this and really has a, a rod of iron with them and just works out you're not good enough you're not playing but but i think we established talked about this on friday didn't we that there are 10 players that shouldn't be involved in the club anymore and they've got all these these other people who are on loan who will be returning who should be should be uh, um, um fighting for places but
0: do you read that piece in the athletic by liam
1: this week yeah, I've read. I've read, I read and the, the piece in the Telegraph and the, the, just saying how embarrassing it was with the, how Chelsea were such an embarrassing side now, and how uh, Bowley was embarrassing, and the. No, they, I didn't the, read that one. What a laughing stock we were! And um, yes, it, it, it's. Um...
0: But did you see the one about um, contract expiry dates and uh, yeah, book value? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think the point that was fascinating about that, which of course we all know because we've been watching the fucking game for years. You know, we know, I mean, we did it, my, my funny little coloured spreadsheet with all the yellow marking out the players that absolutely have to fucking go. Yes. And there was like 15 of them, right? And and that article by Liam was basically saying, yeah, good luck with that, because you've got to do it before the 30th of January or June, because that it's all to do with the English transfer window. Uh, yeah. The foreigners haven't got the money to pay some of these people who are on ridiculous amounts of money, and they all yeah. know the, the situation we're in, so they're just going to bide their time. And it, you know, it's classic, uh, you know, economics, Freak- isn't
1: it? Bricquementship, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we're going to find it really hard to get rid of some of this dead weight
1: unless they sell a variety of them. For Buy conv- one, get two free. For bargains, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but they're, then they're, I get that. In can
0: packs, I, can, packs,
1: can packs, I just
2: a... ask? Does FFP count if you're not in Europe?
0: I don't think I don't think FFP is a thing if you're not in Europe. Do hmm. you know what? I'm, I'm not actually sure. I feel I ought to be, but I don't think I know.
1: But I think what, what he still worked out was that, as we d- talked about on Friday, is that they need to end up with um, 92 million don't they they need to yeah. spend 92 million that is that's the cut the cut which I, I, they need to I make said, seven makes 92 million 92 million from sales and I said that's easily done that's Gallagher which, and Mount thank you very much yeah, well hey if we if we're looking at a worst case scenario yes but you know and Colwell you know but Colwell needs to be in that squad because he's been outstanding for Brighton
2: there, there's been a big leak this week hasn't there about the fact that Colwell's going nowhere. Yeah, they so the club have made it known through their yeah. their normal sources. Yeah, despite
1: despite um, Nizar, whatever his name is, in the standard saying he was off, and it was uh, it was Nizar
2: in the standard. Mm. Mm. Yeah,
1: yes, yes. What? Well, yeah, we, we, all we need to go Jack
2: is, a it's, fucking it's, Nori, it's, mate. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. The the Cy
0: Phillips of journalism.
1: Oh, he's now considered a journalist, Cy Phillips. Is journalist, Cy well, Phillips,
0: mate. If you get paid to write for a newspaper. I mean I could call myself a journalist.
1: Yeah you could you could. Yeah. I could I could
0: call myself many other things as well that rhyme <laughs> with it. Today I'll be kind and I won't. I just think it I mean we're in a right old pickle but going back to where I started this point is that if they are going to do it a different way I think it goes back really you can put this more simply which is you know if you lot as in us lot if you lot think it's going to keep working doing it the way that it's been done recently then you're wrong it can't be done like that anymore and there is there is actually evidence to suggest that that might be true because as clayton so correctly said we've been moaning about some of these things for quite a while now the disjointedness etc etc so the only way to do it it's a bit like there's that wonderful thing nature um made whole renewed by fire okay so, in order to 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 create something, you have to destroy it. You have to burn it to get re to get new growth. And in a sense, that's where we are. But here's the thing: Are we prepared to put up with like three years of utter shit?
1: No, but I I don't think it'll be three years because, I I, um, well, we'll have a bet then.
0: Okay, we? what should we bet I'll, for? What should we bet? I'll what should bet we
1: you, bet? I'll bet you as if I was in the playground. I'll if you, you win, you I'll can. I bet you fifteen p.
0: No, if you win, you can host the Chelsea Fancast forever. And I'll retire. As long as it's called the Chelsea fan cast. Oh, no, that's controversial.
1: Whoa. That is
0: controversial. Very controversial. Um, we, can't, we can't tell you any more. There will be news No, we soon. can't tell you any more.
1: Um, uh, no, but I, I, I you would have thought, in view of the fact that they've got all these data experts in, that they will apply the same to the management. They will apply... They can't surely with all these new people who are supposedly top banana yeah, um, and analysts, wants Nagelsmann it, because he knows him. Indeed. Where's the stats in that? In, well, w- will the others be so um, willing to put their careers on the line? Because, uh, you know, if, well, no, but well, isn't Bowley going to say, I'm sorry, you've just been absolutely appalling, if nothing, nothing were? I, I, I get the impression that he will keep on with this until we are back in the limelight again. I don't. I just don't think he's going to sit back and accept what is going on.
2: Well, they're playing a long game. You can't spend two and a half billion and just destroy something. There's, no, there's that. That's you know, that's the one saving grace. Is well, however that... incompetent they are, that basically they've they spent a huge amount of money, and you know that these are all rich people, and rich people aren't stupid. No. Are and they might be I mean, inexperienced, and they might have gone yeah, about yeah. this the whole way. They might have been wrong about what they're doing, but they will learn. They will learn quickly, and we will get back. Now, the fact is that other teams are coming up now, and and the other thing that we we shouldn't actually forget is that when we when Roman first took over, we broke the Manu Arsenal duopoly. And we basically were the first super wealthy club. Now there's three or four. Man United are probably going to go the Saudi route or Qat route or whatever it is. And so whatever we had before is going to change. Now you don't know what's going to happen with Arsenal and Spurs next year. Um, so it's it's not all doom and gloom. These guys will learn, and and they know they have to learn quickly. They need a return on their investment, and the only way you get a return on an investment is success.
0: I, I agree, and I, I and I think the point you're kind of making subtly underneath that is that they, they are playing a long game here. They're not looking at it in yeah. the short term way that we do. Frank, they're, they're Frank pro- just keeps saying that in his press conferences. Well, it's because he's been told that by them. That's what it, he wouldn't have come out of that yeah. from nowhere. But they they are playing a long game. And in, the, in, 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 in that kind of context, you could put a long game as anywhere between now and 10 years, I suspect, because we know that that's kind of their initial look at it. Um, but that's my point. You know, I'm 57. You know, I haven't got that much. I haven't got many years left in me for Chelsea. I don't want to wait 10 years for Chelsea to be back to where they were last year. Do you? Yeah. Well, you you may say that. What well, Jonathan, I got to say. <laughs> well, I know it's a very. You're older than me, for fuck's sake. That's that's why it's a valid question, you know. And 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 also, it, it, the, majority se- the majority of our season the majority of our season ticket are my age.
2: Well, that that's another reason why the the basically the atmosphere is so crap because they're all our sort of age, and you know our days of singing and ranting and all the ra- well ranting not so much but the singing is is sort of not so much for us anymore. But just, just going back to the whole thing about how long it's going to take, you you know, I'm not saying that we would have enjoyed the, the next couple of years, but if Potter experiment would have worked, and by the end of this season, I'm not saying we would have been as good as Brighton, but if we would have had the movement and what Brighton produced in front of my eyes on Saturday, seventy-five percent of that by the end of this season, and then a hundred percent by mid like Christmas next season, you think? Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind being trophyless if I can see what's happening. The problem You're... is that there's nothing. We're we're seeing nothing at the moment.
1: But but Clayton, do you honestly think that we have? players on a par with the Brighton players because I don't think we do I don't think we have a um a midfielder like McAllister we don't have a midfielder like Casido. we don't have a winger like um what's his name Metallo the uh we don't with, with the close skill okay. so you know uh, we we've clearly okay. got, got, uh, we got have got problem. a midfielder
2: like McAllister because okay, we've well, got Enzo but yeah we've got enzo
1: but well he's a different type of midfielder but we haven't got a mid defensive but it's
2: it's a quality midfielder right who just needs quality midfielders next around him mason mount has proven over the last couple of years that he's a quality midfielder obviously something's gone horribly wrong with him at the moment
1: yeah yeah
2: um mitomo fantastic potter didn't pick him (laughs) Um, I think he was on loan last season, wasn't he? And I don't think he was in the team until what have you. Um, You can't say from watching uh, Mudric on Saturday that he hasn't got the potential to be that. I
1: agree. I agree completely. So
2: you you have got some of the ingredients of what Brighton had. What Brighton
1: had more than we had was a desire to win. Completely. Completely. And and a brilliant desire to win. And that's, that's down to a manager. And great ability to get the ball at the other end with superb first time passing and then they've got five of them standing in the penalty area unlike us can i just say make a point i was i was um on friday and um, when you talked about singing we don't sing anymore because we're a bit too old for that um um oscar said to me i and i notice every time you talk about uh about uh, the crowd you always say they were singing or they weren't singing he said are you not part of it he said you always say they and i said well yes because I don't sing. I said, so it, it's all around me. i And he said, but it makes you sound as if you're a, a journalist or a reporter. You're not actually part of the team, part of the supporters. And I said, no, well, I'm there. And I'm- Did you tell I, him you make notes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I, I, uh, I it was a very good point, actually. Very good point. Well, we know and, why um,
0: we know why you don't sing. It's because your
1: you, your voice is your job. And well, I told him that as well. Yeah. I don't I, he, he, he And also, the, you
0: sit in the East Middle where they don't he, sing.
1: There's a, so no, but when I'm away, we're talking about. When oh yeah, I'm away.
0: yeah, 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 true.
1: He's talking about that, but yeah, but you no, know, I gave him a slightly you know sneery look when he said, "I uh, sing so. still. <laughs>
0: I I do up where yeah, I am. I'm the only yeah. fucker that does. But I yeah, I yeah. get a few chants going by doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, the sad thing is where I sit, most of the season ticket holders there are utterly soporific. But there's always a mixture I think it's a very um what's the word? Peripatetic part of the ground. Ooh. There are people that turn up one week, you don't see them for weeks afterwards. So there's I think there's a lot of people that get tickets there who are members and get them on the ticket exchange. And they're really bang up for it, and it's it's tragic. They turn up really excited, you know. Oh, yeah, but, you know, they're a bit old school. A lot of them, and they're like looking forward to uh, a good old sing song, and they get nothing. And i so it actually encourages me to fucking sing, because I think, well, you know, they've paid money to come here and have a good day you're out. Like, you know,
1: you're like caring the community. You help them to sing.
0: I, I, I'm not sure if I would describe it thusly, but that'll do. But, uh, I, I, you know, so I sing. But not all the time. Not like I do when I'm away. When you're away, you sing night well. I, I mean, even at so Southampton. The song I
1: will sing is, is always. Na, na,
0: na, na, ooh. always... Yeah, I mean, the last away game, to my shame, was the Southampton. It's not fucking easy to get tickets for away these days. But anyway, it was the Southampton one where we got humped by them and two calls in charge. And I sang for the night well. And I was very, very, very drunk. But I still sang for 90 minutes, you ooh, know. Ooh. So, uh, anyway... Um, we're going to have a quick break. Before we do that, uh, as always, a shout out for the lovely, lovely, wonderful, best founding in the world, which is CFC UK. Which, of course, as you all know by now, you can get by popping over to the CFC UK store, which is opposite Fulham Broadway kind of shopping centre exit. And uh, Clayton writes for it. We've got we've got another one coming up and we've got we've got a deadline of Friday, haven't we? We have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what you're writing about yet? I do. Yeah, me too. But I haven't done anything about it yet and probably will still be. Did i'll still be late but anyway uh you can subscribe to cfc uk you can get a whole year's subscription by emailing fanzine at CFCUK.net. and to do that it'll cost you 18 quid if you're over in the uk 40 quid in europe 56 quid for the rest of the world if you want it digitally so you don't want a proper copy you can actually get a pdf emailed to you that will cost, cost you six quid for a year's uh subscription for digital uh, or one pound each and all of this is paid via paypal and the other uh news on fanzines of course is that the wonderful dean mears has uh issued king's meadow chronicle which is a, a fanzine dedicated to the women's team as you know dean does uh went to mo king's meadow podcast uh and dean writes for it dane writes for it clayton writes for it clayton's become very enamored of what the women's football team this season haven't you go because you it's, it's your local team
2: it is it is my
0: local team yeah no
2: people should log on to the old um fanzine if they can if they're interested it's a, it's a good read it's um it's worth supporting it's in its infancy um final issue of this season is out now and will be available on saturday at the
1: uh, got, champions league semi final I've, I've got my ticket for saturday mm. have you yeah
2: Are you sitting in
1: your normal seat? No, no, elsewhere. Taking the daughter. Okay. Well, I'm there. I'm sitting in Drake's. I don't know where we are. I think we're in the shed, actually.
0: Okay. Okay. Marvelous. There you go. We can get Kings Meadow Chronicle uh, by going to kingsmeadowchronicle.bigcartel.com. It's a quid for a PDF version, which Dean will email to you, but you can get physical copies if you go to the games, and they are two quid. Or you can get them on, by post, basically. So two quid plus postage and packing. And that is, as I'll say again, kingsmeadowchronicle.bigcartel.com Right, we're back in a minute for a preview of the Real Madrid game. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy. And you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea
2: Football Fancast.
0: Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast. I'm, of course, Stanford Chidge. And I have with me the delectable, looking very suave in black, Debonair. He's looking very Debonair in his black beanie hat. Uh, Debonair. The lovely Jonathan Kidd.
1: Lovely to be on the show.
0: Of course, we've got the uh, fantastic uh, Housewives Choice, Mr Clayton. But Clayton, you've got your own fan club, mate. I have. It's lovely. And thank
2: you, everybody, who's asked where I was. Um, obviously, I've been banished. And ne-
1: not true. Did, he's doing uh, a, oh, I'm not getting regular they,
2: selections. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, 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 but thank yeah, yeah. you
1: for, I was, for getting tweets,
2: me back on. <laughs> the,
1: the tweets afterwards are always... Lovely to hear some somebody sensible on the show. Whenever you've been on, yeah. lovely to hear the the good reasoned arguments that Clayton comes up with. As if we all we talk is bollocks. Well, I is think
0: true. I think we do. I think that's safely established that we we, we you and I basically are, you either are ranting about something or I'm winding you up. Right load of old bollocks. Or we're or we're or we're basically trying to you know discern the neck where the next knob gag's coming from. I'm you
2: nothing know. without you.
0: No, nah, mate, I loved it. Nifty. Nifty is your number one fan. I loved that on, on Twitter,
1: mate. Nifty Dubois. You know that song? Remember that song? My world is nothing without you. Remember that one? No. Nope. No, nope. clearly not. No, okay. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: okay. We've tried to avoid it, but we can't avoid it any longer. We're gonna preview the Chelsea versus Real Madrid game for tomorrow night. Now, you know, if anybody doubts. Uh, my uh, my desire, my desire to watch my football club. Me having spent most evening talking about getting mashed out of my tits, and missing Chelsea on Saturday because I have better things to do. I'm going tomorrow night, and I've had to cancel two clients, which is no, it's that's a big thing in in the gig that I do. You know, you don't you don't cancel your clients. You know, with without good reason, I've cancelled two clients, so it's very hard for them for me to do that, and also it costs me money. Uh, because I get paid when I see clients and I don't when I don't. Uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, this is, I'm investing a lot in going tomorrow and I'm going in full expectation that we will get humped stupid. And yet I'm still doing it. So, you know, not that anybody was questioning my credentials, but I'm just reiterating it. Um, now, uh, rant over. <laughs> Here's my team, JK. And this is my team based on who's available. All right. Yes, not yes, not yes. not not necessarily who I want, which is why Cucurella's got in there because I wouldn't want oh, I wouldn't God. want him. But okay, my feeling is number one, Coulibaly is out, so it's going to be hard for us to play a back three given that Baddy Shield can't start. I mean, you could go Silver for Farnachile, but he may well do that. You could go Silver for Farna James, but why play three at the back when one of your two best wingbacks in the world is also not available? So you know who are you going to play as a left uh, wing back instead of Chilwell? No, it's not going to be Sterling. No, it's not going to be Pulisic. So therefore I've bitten the bullet and said no Koulibaly, no Chilwell, back four.
1: All right? You'll play four. Yeah,
0: yeah, he will, but this is not what I think he will pick. This is what I would pick. Give, of course, sorry. Give, give, you're
1: you're playing four. Sorry. Yeah. Well
0: I would yeah. because of that reason. If there's no chilwell, yeah. there's no point playing yeah, good three. Point. I agree. And yeah. I and I also happen to think that we should have played four away, because I think Tuchel played four precisely to deal with Vinicius Junior. Yes. And that's why I was fucked off that Frank went three, when, of course, he we all know that he likes to go four. I mean, that was stupid. Sorry, but it was. Anyway, so that being the case, Kepa, uh, James, Fafana and Silva, obviously. Uh, and I, and Cucurella. I who else? Unless you can tell me there's somebody else in that squad who can play left back. Lewis Hall, I'm not really sure about that. Lewis Hall. Well, I'm not really sure about throwing him into he the won't. deep end like that.
2: He won't. He won't. He won't.
0: Well, I don't think I would either, actually. Not in a game like this. But anyway, so Roda Silva, Fana James. Then it's a 4-3-3. So the midfield will be Kante, obviously. Fernandez, obviously. And I've gone for Gallagher, not Kovacic. Because I just think, Kovacic is so hit and miss these days and I mean Gallagher might not be as good as him technically but the energy that he the other thing is is that I thought when we played them last week when we brought Mount Gallagher and Havertz on we we had a much better shape and we had more momentum and energy going forward so you'll not be surprised that I picked all three but more of that in a minute so Gallagher Fernandes-Kante up front Mount on the right-ish Mudrik on the left-ish and Havertz in the middle-ish. But I think Mudric has to play. I can't believe it. I read uh, a report of the match last week that, that said that when uh, when uh, Shakhtar Donetsk played Real Madrid, they lost. But Mudric scared the shit out of Carvajal. And he was given the standing ovation
1: when he went off.
0: And that's why. I didn't know that. So why we didn't play Mudric, you know, it, because if he scared the shit out of Carvajal. So you've got to start Mudric, in my view. Um I'd rather pick myself than pick Raheem Sterling, certainly as a centre forward. If Havertz is fit, I would play him. We haven't got anybody else who can even get close to doing that. And as I said, I think shit as he has been, he's a. I said it on Friday or uh, last week. He's a big game player. Uh, I I will start Havertz. I'll, I'll take the brickbats for that one. And I think Mount again, you know, nearly scored, didn't he? So I'd have Mount in there as well because I don't want Pulisic to play. I don't want uh ZH to play. Oh yeah, why haven't I picked Felix as everybody is saying? Because he's all fart and no shit. He's the definition of a show pony and I'm done with him. I really am. You know, two goals in 13 matches and no assists and they want to spend over 100 million on him.
1: Fuck off. It's it's not going to happen. He's he's not um he's not He's not a any- fighter. He's not He's not done what we thought he would do. We thought that he would play better in a better side, and uh, I think all fart and no shit is unfair because I think he's a he's a decent player. And to be fair to him, I don't think he plays very well coming in off the wing. I think he's better if he plays as a ten. That's a very but, valid point. Uh, but um, he doesn't quite have it, does he? I think they shouldn't be buying him they should if they're going to have him again next season they should just try and loan him again well what's that um, but that you know who knows at the moment he's not it's difficult isn't it because they're all going downhill and i think he's he's become part of that descent um i don't think he'll play mount uh, i think he'll play felix um and i think he'll play Kovacic instead of gallagher and i think he'll play uh, kovacic fernandez and um because uh, i'm not i'm i'm not doing my team chidge I'm doing the other, what well, I think he will do. I think it's a
0: very we, sensible we, thing to do. It's a sensible way
1: we do. It. Thank after, you.
0: after two years of doing this, maybe we've finally figured out how to do it.
1: Yeah, I think we have finally. Good man. Yeah. Good. So, yes, um, well, James has been so awful that um, there, there isn't anybody else to play. He can't play Chalaboe, who was absolutely out of his depth at the weekend. I couldn't believe it. it uh, error after error after error. The problem with Cookarella is Cucorella is error after error after error after 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 as after well. Era. But I think you're absolutely right. There's no one else. I don't think he'll pick James for that kind of occasion. Fofana was found out last week and was was it did was, better
0: in the second half. I thought
1: he did, but they've got they've got to do is to is to do what Tuchel did, which is stop Vinicius from playing. And um, you got
0: Kante, James, and Fofana
1: there on the right let's really hope that they they specifically just put what somebody on Vinicius, as james did last year when he had him had him in his pocket um fernandez has to play obviously because he's man for the future um mudrick has to play and should play every game for the rest of the season just because he's the fastest player in the in the division and uh and, and can just give you something that that nobody else in the any winger in the team at the moment can do it he, it, it having said they have to pay felix on the right if he does so you might mu- you might play mount but mudrick just has to play just because of the the the, the not the wow factor the, the what if factor the, the he'll he can do something that nobody that pulisic can't do that zayat can't do that um that definitely cheek can't so i'm not allowed to call him cheek anymore i got told off by a friend of mine who listens to the fan cast. And he says, You're you're being slightly um uh um, almost racist by calling him cheek. He said, You've got to call him loftus cheek. He said the same way you call Hudson a doy a doy. And he said, You don't like them. I said, Yes, that's exactly right. I don't like either player, so I'm calling them by their by the diminutive of their name, and it's not fair. So yes. So um Loftus Cheek. Uh, uh, um
0: You're diminishing them.
1: Yes, I am by calling them just calling the
0: call them rubin and
1: hudson yeah yeah, that's exactly what i should do i should do yeah yeah um but um uh yeah 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 so i think that's what i would do that's what i would do. it's is in absolutely definitely but playing if, if, in the wrong... if
0: he's if his knee is cleared up yeah yeah
1: playing in the wrong position of course but well, of course but who the fuck else I, is I, gonna do I, it? who the fuck else is there
0: absolutely absolutely sterling up front he, no, might, he might pick Sterling again.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake. God, no. Fuck, Jesus,
0: God. I know, but he might. If Havertz
1: is injured, he'll play Sterling. I agree. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, you he'd do, see, he'd do probably... If he wants to play somebody in that position, he could probably do... only. Well, he could put Pulisic in there, which would be the slightly less worse option than Sterling.
1: Oh. But he was hopeless at the weekend as well. He just keeps... His first touches so become dreadful. He just goes into such... Cool to sacks, you know, three people. Always, well, apart about, from but, that,
0: yeah. Yeah. Don't start me, Clayton, What yeah. do you reckon?
2: Um, I sadly think that he will start Sterling. Um, I think your back four is probably correct because I can't see who else there is. Um, Kante Fernandes might play Mount instead of Gallagher. I don't know. It's it's quite difficult. I, I mean, part of me thinks that maybe we should have four in midfield. Um, and if Mount does play in your formation, don't you talk... tell me we're going to play four four fucking two. Well, I think I think we might. I think JK is right. I think we do need to have Mudrik because they need to be. I mean, when you play a team like Real Madrid, it's not like playing a a team with a low block. And so there will be room and the first 10, 15 minutes at the burnabout, we got behind them two, three times, didn't we? And if we would have had a striker, we might have scored. Um, so that would be a good thing to do. Listen, we've got nothing to lose. I mean, we're basically in the worst form we've been in decades and they're 2 nil up. We've got
0: to go for it. I mean, there's no point in, in sort of trying to defend because we can't. So. Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why I put Gallagher in there, not Kovacic, apart from the fact that I think that Kovacic is like one week stinks the place out, the next week looks about almost as good as he used to be. But I think Gala, Gallagher, you know, if, if, if you say who's going to score more goals out of Gallagher and Kovacic, I would say Gallagher. Gallagher gets himself in the box more than Kovacic does and he's got a better shot on him. Uh, so I, I, you know, the that, problem that... with
2: Gallagher is the fact that he should have actually been sent off in, in Spain, shouldn't he? I mean, he got away with that second tackle, which was a booking. So that that's the only downside. Uh, and in Europe, you don't get away with anything, do you?
0: No, you don't. Although Real Madrid have been whining about the uh, referee or Soto, whatever his name is, the Italian... He's done 20 yellow cards in Europe this year, but no red ones, which is unusual for a European referee, isn't it? Yeah. So, but anyway, anything else to add on the team?
1: Just very briefly about the refs. They, they apply the laws um, as they are written, which we don't do in As case. they are wrote. As they are wrote, indeed. So, in other words, if a player encroaches or kicks the ball away, you get a yellow card, which doesn't happen at all in the Premier League.
2: I think I, th- I think the kicking the ball away does that, well it's just inconsistent i'm not seeing it at all this season but i th- i think listen i i think every country has its problem with referees and inconsistencies and what have you and it's just you know that that's the least of our problems although all saying that
0: we we don't seem to get a lot of luck The biggest problem that we've got, guys, is how the hell are we going to score three goals and not let any in?
1: Well, we could score two and win on pens. That's very true.
0: Yeah, that's very. You got me on a technicality there, J.K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how are we going to score two goals and not let any in? That's just as big an ask, I think. Yeah. Well,
2: Well, okay. So if you go if you go back to Madrid, first half we should have scored two goals, and it was only a most amazing bit of defending by Rudiger which stops us getting a goal at the end of the game, which would have made tomorrow night even more interesting. Um, So they can be got at. Mm. I don't think they're brilliant defensively. I mean, you know, and and also what gets forgotten is that um, Courtauld made a a world-class save. Yeah. So, albeit that was an own goal. That would have been an own goal because Sterling was nowhere near the cross, but the defender got in the way, didn't he? So, uh, yeah, so we we created stuff against them. I mean, we we created stuff which is more than we did against Wolves and more than we did against Brighton.
0: I mean, obviously, JK, we have to score first to have any hope at all, don't we? And early-ish, I would have thought.
1: Well, if it was Vicenza, we let them score and then we score another few more, you know. So. Yeah. But yes,
0: of course. It's what would not... you give for Mark Hughes tomorrow night?
1: Oh, what a player. Yeah.
0: Play. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted your train of
1: thought. Yeah, no, no. Um, uh, I suppose we have to, yes, of course we have to score first.
0: I mean, it, you know,
1: perhaps Mudrick is on fire and sc- scores a couple of worldies and it, it the whole thing changes. Um, I, 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 I'm going along with observers' specs on not expecting anything, so...
0: I mean, it's a good... I mean, Mudrick has to start. I mean, what I would like to see against... I mean, what will be interesting to see, because, you know, Real Madrid humped Liverpool, didn't they? 5-2, and then only beat them 1-0 in the uh, in the return leg.
1: Well, they only um, needed to, didn't ex- they, so. And
0: that's my point. So I wonder if you'll get a Real Madrid who won't really come out much, won't attack. We'll just say quite solid. Try and hit us on the break. I mean, if I'm Carlo... I mean any any manager would do that. Say look, we just have to sit back, we are 2 are up. They're going to go, you know, they're going to go for it. So they're going to leave massive gaps. We've got Vinicius Jr. We've got the player, we've got Modric and Cruz. They can ping a ball to him. You know, we just have to do that. It's it's a horrible situation for us to be in against a team like this who can punish you if they get behind you. Um another you know, I mean in other words Cucurella and James have got to stay back. I, I don't want them bombing up forward. You know we don't need that, but you know if we score first, see, even if we score first, it doesn't open the game up, does it? You know we've got to score two to open the game up at all. It's if, a, if, if they get an early goal, that's the end of that. Well, yeah, then then it's going to be a very turgid one nil to Real Madrid game, I think. I mean, yeah. I I said we might we might get thumped. I mean we might do if if Real Madrid decide that they are going to have a go as well, an attack, rather than just try and pick us off. But actually they could we could get thumped by them just picking us off. You know, if we just go charging up, up forward. Having said that, I would rather see us play Mudric. And dare I say it, you're going to look at me like I'm insane here. But uh, Sterling or or Pulisic, in other words, have two players who will just run at their defence. You know, because you know what happens in Europe. You get penalties or, or as Chris Waddle would say, penalties, you know. <laughs> that's what happens so I, I would like to, and Pulisic for all his faults will run at defences Mudric will run at them and scare the shit out of them because he's quick uh, you know even Sterling will do that it's just that they've just been so absolutely hopeless at it and they just lose the ball but I just can't see how else we're going to do it because we're not you know we're not going to score by getting crosses in you know we're not going to score by playing through them
1: with the titchiest forward line in the world yeah
0: I mean, fuck me. Uh, you know, Mark Steen and Johnny Spencer were better than these. If you want to play midgets up front, fucking get those two back. They'd probably do a better job now, wouldn't they? Spenny, bless him. Oh, memories. R- R- rapid Vienna. Was it Rapid Vienna or the other one? Austria Vienna. Austria Wien. Austria Wiener. Austria Vienna. Yeah. Yeah. Austria Wiener. It was. It was Johnny Spencer that was rapid. Oh, there we go. I have no idea what on earth is going to happen tomorrow night at all, Clayton. What do you think? Um,
2: I, I the the only um, the only thing that I would say is that we played better in the Champions League than we have done in the league this year, and I believe that is because the players are more motivated to play in the Champions League than they are in the Premier League. So I'm hoping the players will be up for it. Um, I think we can do it. I don't think we will do it. I, I just... I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, I would be very interested to see what happens if we score early. But the chances are that they'll score all early rather than us. But, yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to see us score early and then see what happens. I mean, because then the atmosphere will be fantastic and, you know... It will be, it'll be a great night. I just want us to compete. I just don't want us to roll over and, and be crap. And just, you know, I, I think the the sort of the worst thing about Frank's tenure is we seem to have gone backwards, which is pretty difficult considering we were backwards before he took over, but we, we just, you know, the inertia seems to have gone. I, th- I, I just, it's very difficult to see us winning tomorrow, but as long as we give it a go,
0: you know i don't i don't mind I don't. a heroic failure i'm with you on that i mean but i want yeah. you know they they need to put in a performance they need to put in a shift they need to look like they care they might get humped stupid tomorrow but if they give it a go and they look like they care and that they're playing for us and the badge i will just about forgive them you know and it is isn't it jk this is that this is they are drinking at the last chance saloon tomorrow aren't they
1: do they care
0: uh well, we'll find out, won't we? But I think yeah. I think that they like playing Champions League football. I think they're capable of turning up. Um The season's over Obviously, if they the don't win tomorrow. Last
1: year was we were we were shit in the first game, and then uh, also down to Mondi's terrible error. But um, uh, and then brilliant in the second game, but that was because Alonso. We only
2: it. we only lost, or we didn't lose the game, but we only didn't go through because of one piece of world-class genius by Modric. Yeah. We, we were, we were, and also obviously we got done by VAR as well, didn't we? Because
1: Alonso's little finger.
2: Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, that's a long time ago
0: and we are a different
2: Chelsea sadly.
0: Yes, I agree. Well, there you go. Uh, Dare I ask you for a prediction, Clayton? Uh, Nil-2. Nil-2. J.K.? The same, nil two. I have, I, I haven't got Scooby. I, do you know? I'm, I'm just going to go with you. I'm going to say two nil to them as well. I, 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 but I generally have no idea. You never know. I go with hope, but not expectation. That is for sure. But I'm glad I'm going to be there, even though it's fucking up my week with my clients. But there you go. Say la vie, right? Uh, after this, can I
1: just make one more point? Oh, have, have we... the, the lovely um uh welcome back frank banner in the shed was great but the um the uh, uh, super frank's blue and white army considering it's not a chant that we ever sing was completely ridiculous just thought i'd throw that in and it was no surprises it was from the chelsea marketing oh how do you know that uh because um uh i was told by um the man in Ozzy's who uh, runs Ozzy's, the the suit, he said. Ah, he said, yes. There, uh, the man who f- thought that up sits um, in the same office as me. I'll mention it to him.
2: So what banner what are you talking about? Super, Super Frank's Blur and White Super
1: Army. Blue and White Army.
2: What the big one in the Matthew Harding lower?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I thought
0: that was. Um... We are the shed.
1: No, Wait, I thought... was it Matthew
0: Harding lower? Was it Dave's?
2: There was one in the Matthew, there was one in the shed.
1: Yeah. That's welcome back, Frank.
2: Yeah, that was We Are The Shed, was it?
1: I presume so. But the other one was um, was a marketing. marketing. I,
2: thought that was, I thought
0: that was he who shall not be names. I, I can find I, I thought
1: out. So too. I thought so too, but I was informed that it was a it was I, a marketing.
0: I bet, I bet Mark knows. Mark, do you know what's going on? If you're still yeah, in Mixed you Alert, know. you need to let us know. If you could. Uh, Mark's.
1: It was David Wilkinson, who I sit with, who complained about it. And and Henry said, uh, ah, yes, that was one of ours. He said.
0: Did did David go, I wish to register a complaint? Only you should say that. This is a dead banner. It has ceased to be.
1: The connection everybody in Mixer are listening is that David Wilkinson, who um, uh, sits just in front of me, used to be John Cleese's um, agent. So this is why that would be I, I
0: forgot that, actually, I was just just you, you were just you
1: were just you, somehow it was there in your.
0: Anyway, I've got a definitive exactly. answer from Mark or for those who are unfamiliar with this, Eddie Mac B-A-W-A and Mixler. It's Dave's flag in the Matthew Harding and the one in the shed is we are the shed.
1: Yes, but in this instance, I was told it wasn't Dave's. Well, because you've got I,
0: I duff information. Mark will know.
1: Well, I'll, I will make even more inquiries because Mark was right the other day about my saying that uh, it was Bert Murray who was the first Chelsea substitute, and I was wrong, and he was right to shoot me down in flames. Yeah, but yeah. Um, David uh, Wilkinson
0: I, has got it wrong. It's DJ's flag.
1: No, it wasn't David Wilkinson. It was, um, it was uh, uh, the guy who sits with the Mark
0: Henry. Yes, good point, because it was David who wished David, to register a David, complaint.
1: Because they're never ever called.
0: This flag has fucking snuffed
1: it. They're never ever called. We never ever sing Blue and White Army. He's so he, propping up why, the daisies. That's why he resented it. He said it would rather Mate, be rah, well, I, I think representative he, he, of a chart yeah. that we use. So, But yes, all right, I will make further inquiries, yes. Mark. There you go. You get it all on this show live
0: and direct, right? We're going to have a quick break, and then we've got some. We've got a few emails. Only six this week, so we, they get in by the wire. So we shall whiz through them. We'll see you in a sec.
1: Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea football Fancast
0: welcome back this is Chelsea fancast I'm Sam for of course and I'm joined by the delightful Jonathan Kidd and the erudite the erudite Clayton Beerman also known also known as the Housewives Choice and the only member of the entire fancast crew who has got a fan club I'm impressed by that I'm very impressed
1: is it a fanny club no
0: it's not a fanny club it's not even a tufty club it is, in fact, the Clayton Beerman Fan Club. Uh, wow. Right, we've got some emails, JK. We've got to do some work. And uh, I, I can tell you, I can tell you as a quick preview that we do have an email from the lovely George Spencer this week. Uh, wow. But that's coming up later. Because first, we have one
1: from David French. David French, I super huge, And he calls me the Duke. Duke, 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 Duke. Duke. Duke of good, good, good. That. Yeah, you do that next time, Judge. I okay. won't do it. Anyway. Okay, right. I'll do it. My good friend always used the phrase couldn't hit a barn door with a banjo. Cow's ass. Yeah. In fact, yeah. Well, you say cow's ass, but it's obviously this, this David's friend, friend is saying barn door. So hearing the cow's ass version. Oh, there we
0: are. I'll read the email next time. That would help, it, wouldn't
1: it? It would help. It? Well, no, you don't, you don't. It was amusing. Which one is right, I wonder? Barn door is my shout, at least in respect of us at the moment, as the target area of a barn door is greater and we couldn't hit that either. I've been a Blues fan since I was eight years old, 1970, not a bad start. Yeah, very good, David, very good. Like most Blues fans, I've seen many ups and downs over the last 20 years or so years. I've been reveling in our success, taking my kids to games, who at an early age said to me, do Chelsea always win 4-0? Oh, what great times. Yes, unfortunately I've been taking my daughter, David, who says, all we do is lose. My late mum used to say, we mustn't be greedy and to share, but I'm selfish and want success always. I agree with you completely, David. Yes, I am absolutely like that. Anyway, the main reason I'm emailing is to congratulate you on a fantastic show that has really been the therapy. Which one was this one? I so desperately needed this season. I'm one of those fans that tries not to let a bad result affect me, but I can't control it. E.g. a loss at lunchtime Saturday completely beeps, my weekend begins with an F. And I can't bear to watch Match of the Day as a result. And by the way, I'm, I'm not bleeping here. He's put four stars here. I haven't watched many this season, obviously. My wife hates football, but always checks the Blues result to find out if I'm going to be a sulky bastard for the next 48-plus hours. Isn't it awful that we, we pick partners who don't actually like our addiction to Chelsea? Isn't that weird? I wonder just, why yeah, that happens.
0: Just think, wouldn't it be like being married to somebody as sulky as you are?
1: Well then, at least we we could cheer up while being sulky. I think or we'd we, probably
0: make each other even more miserable.
1: Uh, well, we'd analyze the game. What
0: I don't like though is a partner who goes, "Oh, don't worry, it's only a game." That makes yeah, me that's, psychotic.
1: That's, that's what I mean. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's only a game. There's another one next week. No, I don't want to hear that.
1: I get I get told at the moment. Um, your only reason that you're grumpy is because of Chelsea.
0: Yeah.
1: As much I think is probably it's true, probably
0: true. It's probably true. I get I get. Um, why if you if you hate the football so much, why do you spend eight hundred and eighty quid each year just to go to the pub with your mates? Couldn't you just go to the pub with them anyway?
1: It's a good point. You could just stay there, but then you'd be a bit bored for ninety minutes. It's, no, you could
0: Well I am anyway.
1: You are, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I suppose it's very hard to argue against that one, but there you
1: go. Anyway, early season I stumbled on JK's fanbite on Twitter and admit I initially thought who are this crazy, crazy guy? Crazy guy! Crazy guy! Crazy, crazy, crazy guy! Crazy. He's crazy. He's crazy. But the more I listened, <laughs> oh, thank you, David. I warmed to the truthful and witty synopsis. Oh, thank you of each game. Now I won't miss them. Brilliant! This alerted me to the fan cast. Oh, it's a direct route, you oh, see. You hey, I'll, like... give you, I'll give you your 10p at the end of the show. Yeah, thanks for uh, nine. You said. Okay, nine.
0: I've just given you a raise, mate
1: oh thanks very much this alerted me to the fan cast was pure pleasure to find out others felt as hurt and frankly bewildered at our recent form even with the quality individuals we have in the squad I do a lot of walking and love listening to your podcasts as I eat up the miles I've been a Chelsea member as have my son and daughter for many many years but I can't get tickets got no idea how to get on the season ticket waiting list if there is one so I have to buy tickets through third-party sellers all the time Awesome. It always amazes me they can always find plenty, but long-term members can't. This means taking my son and daughter costs me um, circa, which means around six hundred quid for tickets alone. Blimey, laddie l. Did that recently for the Arsenal Leeds Southampton games, and said no more. But guess what we're what we're going to the Brighton game on Saturday. You poor fool. I watched the Madrid game last night, couldn't believe the lack of fight in the team. Reese recently is just expressionless. Absolutely agree. As much as I love him, he's 50% of what he was, looks like he doesn't want to be there. The outstandingly brilliant wing commander, yeah, wing commander trial, was getting increasingly pissed off with being sent hospital passes, which I think led to him saying enough is enough. Got sent off. Conte tried his usual best, but even two of them couldn't mop up everything. Felix was woeful. I was so excited when he came, and he was walking past players. But now he's given up, and his attempt in the first minutes last night was pathetic. Sterling, well, I won't waste the keystrokes. I could go on, but I will say finally, Kepa needs to be dropped. Mm-hmm. Let's give Slanina a chance. I think that's his name. Got nothing to lose. I think they'll put Betanelli in before they put him. Actually, if they did do, well, I don't like. Low. He's
0: on loan, isn't
1: he? Oh, has he gone off on loan, Betanelli? No, 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 no,
0: Slanina. No. Slanina? No, he yeah? he no, no, he's there
1: he played for
2: the youth team last the weekend
1: I don't yeah. like I don't like criticizing goalkeepers as I was one very average mind but we need a goalkeeper that commands his area at this level Keppers turned his game around I know made some incredible stops he doesn't take crosses he just stands on his line look at the Everton game first goal as an example every cross that comes in I close my eyes and hope Silver and Co are there to clear the ball well Silver wasn't playing on Saturday, so it was sort of inevitable that he that it, it got climbed on by Fafana and Chalabert, who didn't make an attempt to head the ball at all. Um, a quality keeper would have saved both of those goals last night, I'm afraid. Other keepers in the Prem and Europe make match-winning saves. We desperately need one of those. We don't have a striker, as has been well documented, but we used to score from all over the team. Signing a quality striker is essential, but we need goals from elsewhere too. I've taken up enough of your time. No, no, David, but thanks for reading this. And let's hope we can turn this around soon. My wife would be very grateful. <laughs> keep up the great work guys. I keep meaning to go into the co- pub before the game and buy you a drink. Cause I must do that. I think you're away this Saturday though. Yes, he was. He was away on the land. Anyway, I will keep the faith up the Chels, David. Well done. Good mail, mate. Very good. Good. Terrific.
0: Yeah. Lovely. Very lovely to hear from you, David. And, um, you know uh, I'll ping you an email, then you'll have my number, but keep in touch with us because we quite often hear of tickets floating around usually and I, I don't know where you are based actually I can't remember if you said or not, but uh, yeah they're, they're often last minute, but we tend to get to hear our, because we, we know a lot of people there and we quite often get people saying "I've got a spare got any got any takers?" so you know yeah uh keep in touch or I'll ping you an email, but uh, we might be able to help you out. And uh, it'd be lovely to see you in the cock for a beer sometime. I would like that. Right, this is from Connor Doyle. Dear Chidge, JK and guest. That would be Clayton. Uh, a few weeks ago, a listener wrote, wrote into the show. I don't know why I'm doing it in a Yorkshire accent. Uh, with a with a song for... Oh, God, I remember this one when this came in. I'm excited by this email. Right, a few weeks ago, a listener wrote into the show with a song for Enzo to the tune of Killing Joke's dance Dance hit? Dance hit? I'm not having that. 80s. Anyway, I was filled with excitement at the thought of belting out a killing joke inspired chant from the Matthew Harding combining two of my life's ever present devotions. See, I love you, Connor, already. You just merely had to mention you had me at Killing Joke. Um Right. Anyway, weeks later, whilst watching the bat Oh my god, you were at the Alba Hall gig. No fucking way. I can't believe this. You were I was there too. Why didn't you kind of trap me down and Andy Cairns? Bloody hell. Anyway, weeks later, I was watching the band at the Albert Hall as Jazz bellowed the words, This is madness! I concluded this was a much more apt and appropriate song for the current mess we find ourselves in at the club. No shit, Sherlock. Listening to the show on my way to work, I find myself doing a very good impression of Churchill, the nodding dog, whilst listening to Tony, rightfully bemoan the lack of leaders in the side. We were spoilt for so long with the side-crafted by Roman and Jose, leaders, warriors, players not afraid to confront one another, not afraid of criticism and not afraid of taking responsibility. John Obi McKell spoke of not wanting to be in the Chelsea dressing room if he went in losing at half-time. JT grabbing players by the scruff of the neck, Drogba by headbutting walls. Oh, God, it's making me go moist just at the thought of this. This is me, not Connor, by the way. The manager often not needing to speak and a different side emerging in the second half to turn the game around. What do we have now? Havertz feasting on pear drops selfies and plenty of ego strokes for a team getting sucked closer and closer to the drop zone week by week. I think we will stay up, but it's a madness considering that we, what we have spent on players and management even pondering the threat of relegation. On Frank, a legend, a man of character and one who epitomises what it means to be Chelsea, taking the job again at such a time, further solidifying his status as proper Chelsea. However, Frank the manager is some way off the level of Frank the player. I can't convincingly say that Frank will win more games than Potter would have, and looking at our remaining fixtures, I'm struggling to total six points from the eight games remaining, so now seven. Which is kind of where we were earlier in the show, actually, Connor, interestingly enough. Uh, on Bolian Co., I'm coming round to the idea of the four-four-three formation he presented Tuka with at the start of the season. Well, I'm a massive fan of that myself. Uh, the extra man might help. However, picking one from the pool of 30-plus players capable of hitting the target, never mind scoring, proves tricky. I feel the board have done too much too young. Yes, a lot was out of their control. But talking of moving from Stamford Bridge not a year into their tenure, no thank you. Sort out matters on the pitch first before talk of a rebuild or moving is even murmured again. A couple more seasons languishing in mid-table and tickets in the Westview will be given away with McDonald's Happy Meals. There is still considerable work to do with matters on the pitch. A new manager must be sourced, please, Todd. No more decisions based on XG or Excel spreadsheets. There are 11 to 12 players who need moving on which won't be easy given the wages they're on, and most importantly, form. A decent striker wouldn't go amiss too – I may be asking for too much. Leaders, strikers, whatever next. A ticketing system that works. Don't start me on the ticketing system. Um, Despite the above, I take comfort in knowing there is absolutely no club in the world quite like our beautiful club. Being Chelsea and its roller coaster of emotions is not for the faint-hearted. But once you're strapped in, you're in for life, and it remains one of life's few constants. There is no club in world football who could realistically attempt relegation and winning the Champions League simultaneously. But Chelsea will give it a good go. Brilliant. I love that, Connor. That's brilliant. In the words of Greasy, it's probably the greatest name in the world, Chelsea. You think about it. It conjures up the best part of the biggest city in the world, Chelsea. It's magical. Ah, it is indeed. Thank you guys for everything you do, Connor. What a brilliant email, JK. You're on mute. You're on mute.
1: It's because I was uh, coughing. It's I was, You're right.
0: Was, Actually, I've noticed that this evening. You've been blowing your nose. You've got hay fever.
1: Yeah, I've got terrible hay fever. The poor guess. old thing. Yeah, thank you. Um, I was going to say that um, uh, Greaves, having said that, you know, think about it, country's up the best part, the biggest city in the world, Chelsea is magical, and went and signed for Tottenham mm. uh, and I became the, wor- lead-
0: the worst part in the best city in the world.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: But what wasn't wasn't the story that Chelsea were basically ready to buy him back. Yeah. They wouldn't pay they wouldn't pay the money though.
2: They wouldn't the Spurs offered him more wages, they, they weren't prepared
0: to pay a six figure sum for a player. Because Spurs got him for a hundred grand, didn't they? They did. And we wouldn't pay more than ninety nine. We did an Arsenal, on, on, you know, like what Arsenal did many years later. What do you think of uh, having Killing Joke doing, uh, you know, some of the music rather than the the Foo Fighters?
1: I'm afraid I don't know them as a band. I think Change would be good.
0: They've got a song called Change and Tension. I ought to listen
1: to it. I ought to look them up. And I think
0: Bloodsport would go down very well. I'm A
1: change, pension, and bloodsport. I'm looking all of these. I up was now. very
0: mashed yesterday, as I've said about 25 times tonight. And what got me home from deepest Devon in the car was I listened to all the Killing Joke in dub albums, and it was quite something. But anyway,
1: in dub is that is that a they're remixed
0: form? remixed by Youth, who's their bassist in a dub styley, and it's very okay. very good. Anyway, don't get me talking about Killing Joke. Um, the other thing, Connor, you were a bloody you were at the Albert Hall. You you knew I was going. Why didn't you give me a shout, man? Honestly, anyway. It was a fantastic gig. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, right, uh, JK, next is the our old mate, uh, J.P. McRae, who goes back a long way with this show.
1: Greetings and salutations to you, my brother. He's brethren. not Scottish. In blue. I know, but I fancied doing a Scots accent.
0: You can save that for Sunday, I dare you. Okay,
1: no, that would be <laughs> D- diminish um, It would
0: be diminishing, wouldn't it?
1: Would, I would, yeah. It would probably be racist. Yeah, even yeah. According no. to your friend, according to my friend,
0: your woke friend. It's
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, particularly if I call him Boyle.
0: Next time they um, do that, right? If they get a bit woke on you, just yeah. go wakey, wakey, hands off, snaky, or wokey, wokey, hands off, snaky. <laughs> wakey,
1: wakey, hands off, sneaky. All
0: right, yeah. That's Marco's favorite, isn't it? of his Saturday morning rallying crawl uh, call when he when he disappears from home to go to set the stall up. Wakey, wakey, hands off, sneaky.
1: I didn't know that. I'm I'm learning lots of things tonight. Killing joke. Wakey, wakey, hands off, snaky. Um, Anyway, JP, um, greetings and salutations to you, my brethren, brothers in blue, the High Honourable Chidge and JK and guest, it's Clayton, fellow listeners of the good ship, CFFC. What's CFFC? What's that, Chidge? Chelsea Fucking Football Club. Do you think it's that?
0: No, Chelsea Football Fancast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I told you JP was old school, mate.
1: Very old school. Sorry, JP. Yeah, of oh, the good shit. I
0: like that, though. Chelsea fucking football club is, is, is exactly what it should be called.
1: <laughs> well, this has been depressing. Here I am currently watching the Brighton game. I'm feeling like it's the most frustrating thing at this time, watching a team with no bite. I'd like to say at this point, JK, I'm sorry. I used to watch your videos and posts. And while I dislike the things you used to say, oh okay I thought there was no way we were going into a relegation battle and being very dramatic and negative I'm human and I make mistakes and I get it wrong And while you don't know me personally I'd like to meet up over a cuppa sometime oh I, I don't feel right about not addressing my humbleness to say I got it wrong oh that's very sweet thank you JP so you're basically saying he doesn't know what he's talking about and now you're thinking oh perhaps he, he does watching Chelsea right now is like watching paint dry i almost busting a blood vessel. How I don't see more medical situations at the bridge, I will never know. I'm bereft of any mental cohesion of sense how it's just got so bad. Is it too much change? Is it a lack of faith of the plan? Is it the players don't care? Is it all of the above? My word, God loves to test us. And supporting Chelsea is a test to us all. My seven-year-old says, by the way, she's saying to me, Daddy, Santa's watching you, she keeps saying to me. So, you know, I understand. Um, in some ways, I respect that entitlement is horrible is a horrible social disorder of today. Maybe we're overdue for being taught a lesson. No, no, not at all. City aren't, you know, they city are going for strength, strength. It's all to do with money. But my God, what on God's green earth are we witnessing right now? It's like watching a team bound for relegation. Oh, hang on. Oh um, yes, I, I don't want to gloat. When was it I said that we might be relegated? I think um, November? October. October. No, I think no, it was.
0: no, 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 because we, he did all right, didn't he, for a month? He didn't lose. Yeah, he, did, and yeah, then but he got it, humped by Brighton. It,
1: it loomed. It started to loom. November. Anyway, November. I try, yeah, November. I try my best to be positive and find the valid reason, but also have this negative voice I try to keep at bay. But I'm convinced we are relegation battle-bound. I just don't see how this team will get out of it. I pray for some divine intervention, please, because if I see Sterling, the crest of that beautiful badge, I may just snap. Yes, yes, he has been absolutely horrific, hasn't he? Horrific. Um, It's tragic, turgid football, boring, predictable, so annoying to see a team just so out of it when they have so much talent. We used to be the team to fear. Now we're the team, they all look forward to playing. I'm sorry for any spelling mistakes or errors. No, I, uh, JP, I haven't seen any at all. Part of my dyslexia plays a part. Also, my hands full of rage are typing so fast. I love that. My hands full of rage. I just want to end on a note. I do love Chelsea. Yes, we all do. I'm Chelsea to my dying day, as am I, as is Clayton, as is Chid. And I want this club to do well. I'm not a newcomer Chelsea fan that feels entitled, but put some passion in. I love you boys and girl your podcasts are the therapy we all need right now look forward to writing again soon on a more positive note i pray in the new season jp up the chels sorry i forgot a point of discussion about this but please no more frank lampard after this season i know this will be an unpopular view no i don't think it will be at all look at loved him as a player not as a manager it never has been his claim to fame in management He just about kept a relegation team up at the Toffees and didn't impress afterwards. And it's very much copy and paste again. I don't care how long he didn't have. It's just not working for him. Oh, the football is tragic. We are playing even worse under Frank. I wasn't happy about the appointment. It was an appointment to stop the toxic spillover, which may or may not work. You never know. Perhaps you might, you know, get them to play his way and pull something out of the uh, out of the bag but uh, it's not likely is it really like
2: can, can I just say that after I watched press conference today I just thought that irrespective of his management skills there has to be a job for him at the club doing something why he loves the club, he speaks beautifully he'd be a great spokesman
0: great ambassador yeah
2: I just think that yeah he should be a director of football He should be the public face of the club.
0: Yes, because it's interesting, isn't it? We we, so it's a very good point. I mean, one of the things that I've been so upset about this season and has miffed me off, and uh, you know, made me part of the malaise really is is the way that I hated. One of the things I hated. I mean, I didn't hate Potter. I, I I thought he was a decent guy. He's he's a good manager in his own way, but he's just not for us. But it suddenly everything really very quickly became very not Chelsea. It all became rather Brighton in the in the coaching setup and the management. He never, I mean, I know he eventually changed, but never referring to Chelsea as us and that kind of thing. And you might think this is pathetic of me, but for me it's important. Uh, you know, Boley and co are derided by the media, and it's not their fault, but that they don't really work for me as the face of this club the dna out of this club is going is getting out of this club and that's what's what worries me there we've had an identity and you know we all know what it meant to be chelsea thanks to the last 20 years and that's disappearing and and i think what you're saying clayton is if you had frank as the public face of the club you'd retain some of that and i have to say i couldn't agree with you more Nodding, nodding, nodding sagely as he does. J P, lovely to hear from you, mate. Great email. We we feel your pain. We feel your pain. Now, uh, this is short but sweet by our old mate Jeff Jones from the States. Speaking as an American fan, what are we doing? Why am I spending money to stream our matches? I can't imagine what y'all match-going supporters are feeling. I love that Frank is back. I was incredibly buoyant when I heard the news. But I've never been more indifferent and uninterested, and I'm a Yank, the type of person that Todd and Co are trying to make money off of. They better get the next hire right, or they will lose the American fan base they're desperate to captivate. Wow, short, pithy, and very much to the point, Jeffrey. Yeah, he makes good points there, boys.
1: Yep, yeah. We don't think it, we're not thinking in terms of the American audience, are we? But indeed, if he, they fuck this up, they've they've. Uh their aim is to get the americans fantastically on their side to contribute a large amount of money they'll they, they really don't like
0: have... losers over in the states they don't they don't i mean this is what i was alluding to but not really articulating very well in part 2 you know that you know there's there's a, what is the legacy of the damage of this season when i was saying it's going to take a lot of, a few years to get this right if they're capable of getting it right and i'm talking about those kind of things they're, they're putting us a long way back to go forwards?
1: I don't know, Chidge. I think all it needs is a um, a competent series of performances next season under a new manager. And I think it gets forgotten because all I right. think people can go, yes, they were new owners and, yes, they made mistakes, but look where it is now. All right.
0: Well, well, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. Guess who we got an email from now? We never, ever get emails from this man, ever. It's from Georg Spencer. Georg Spencer, yes. Yeah. Spencer.
1: Headshark, Gerald, George Spencer, Benchark. Dear Chigi, JK and guest,
0: it's Clayton. It's Clayton. If
1: if, if this gets read out on a Monday night, it It is. is. On Monday night, a Monday night, on Monday night. Yes, it is being read out. I'm struggling to find words to describe yesterday's omni-fucking-shambles of a performance. Well expressed, George. We were dominated overwhelmingly by Brighton, Brighton, one of the smuggest towns in Britain. In fact, the best thing to come out of Brighton is the A23. Oh, not content with stealing our chips and shitting on our ice cream when we went there. The Seagulls followed us home at a la Jaws 4 and did it to us again. Closer to home, Winchester City lost a dead rubber 3-0 at home to Hamwell Town, the Geordies of West London. Still, at least one of our sides did well, with the women's team reaching their cup final. I fully intend to get a ticket to Wembley to watch them. Until next time, up the Chelsea. George Spencer good old George it, it wouldn't be the same not having a mail from no. you every it wouldn't we need we need one i love it
0: i, lo- I love it i love yeah. it and i and i say every week george and i are meeting up for a beer one way or tother even if it has to be in the summer but i i need to have a beer with george and have a proper chat with him right last email of the week this is very apt actually because we did a as you as you all will know by now because i hopefully you've all listened to it but we did a live a live show in a pub for the first time In over 10 years, I would say. And it was chaos. It was in the Chelsea Pensioner on a Friday night with 50 of the Chelsea Swedish supporters group. And uh, this we were invited so to do by the lovely Daniel Janu, 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 uh, who's become quite a good mate over the over the last few years. And he wrote in to thank us. And there's some very funny bits in this which JK will immediately chuckle at, I'm sure. Hi Chidge, thank you so much for contributing to a fantastic evening on Friday. All our members had a great time and to be a small part of your fine show was great fun. Unfortunately, the game on Saturday didn't provide the same level of excitement, but let's not complain. The season is what it is and we still had a fantastic trip all in all, much down to you guys. As for the show, I listened to it on the plane back home and it was great. Your knowledge and engagement is always top class and Kerry was on fire. I could notice a small level of frustration in the beginning on your behalf because of some of the people leaving. I think I recall you described yourself of being rudely ignored. Uh, And let me clear that up for you. This was our yearly members trip and some people hadn't seen each other for a very long time. For some, it was their first trip. We had made it clear that you were going to record a show and for the people that wanted, they they were very welcome to listen, which a a large part did. Some preferred to mingle and talk to each other and that was obviously fine. When you started the show, we had just started the events of the evening. People had just arrived and and after having our introduction speech, I saw that our members, one, had nothing to drink since they'd just arrived and two, started to chat to each other because they hadn't had the chance to earlier. I also saw that you, for obvious reasons, were eager to get the show going, so I told everyone to go and get refreshments, have a chat, and to give you some peace so you could start things up. When they were done, they were welcome back to follow the show if they wanted to. A lot of people did this. They came back and followed the show, as you can tell by the applause after part two and at the end of the show. However, a lot found it difficult with the acoustics and even thought we'd moved our chairs closer and closer. It was still hard to hear all the conversation the pool table in the middle of it all didn't help, and so didn't the fact that around also were a lot of other people not related to our supporters' club. For example, the gentleman walking up to Kerry in the middle of the show, uh, who got told to fuck off by me, as I recall, I know they were talking loudly and were there for other reasons and didn't understand what you were doing. Daniel, we we don't understand what we're doing at the best of times, to be honest. Anyway, I know that your experience experience all in all was a positive one because I had the fine pleasure to talk to you during and after the show, and I know that it's all good. We had a great time, and so did you, but I really wanted to clear this up. People leaving in the beginning was my fault and in no way meant as an act of rudeness, quite the opposite. Uh, To sum up, I've talked to a lot of members after the event, and everyone was very happy. All of us summed it up as one of the greatest members trips in a long time. As I said, Kerry was on fire. Mark is a diamond. And hey, great that he sold all of his books. JK is so much fun. He did some voiceover acts to my daughter Stella, which really made her laugh. And you really are the man. As I said, when I introduced you, I've known you for uh, for several years now and I'm really very proud of the fact that I call you my friend. Best regards goes out to you all on behalf of everyone at the Chelsea Sport of Sweden. We'd like to thank you all. a Last time for a truly amazing evening, we will keep in touch, my friend. Best regards, Daniel. What an absolutely fucking lovely email. And uh, I mean, I I, I texted Daniel this afternoon as it happens. But uh, I mean, you know, you know what I'm like when I'm on the show. It's all about performance. And uh, I was I was egging it over egging about being that we were all being ignored and they all fucked off. It was really weird for us because you, you'd had a lot of about three speeches in Swedish, which of course none of us sitting there had a clue what was going on, and then we started and everybody just left. So we thought, what the fuck have we done? So you, you, J.K. knows me very well. There's no way I'd have let that go unnoticed, but it was mainly in jest because actually the reality was it was they wouldn't have heard us anyway because we weren't on a PA, so it would have been very hard for them to sit to sit around us when we were being conversational even though we were, were shouting a lot uh, for you to have heard. But, uh, JK, the point that Daniel makes is absolutely... Uh, I remember we remarked upon it at the time when we did our, you know, last bit, our Up the Chels, the entire fucking pub exploded. It was
1: insane, wasn't it? They, they all appeared at the very end, didn't they? That, but, uh,
0: but they all got the Up the
1: Chels in. No, they did, they did. I you know. It, it loud. But it, it was bizarre at the beginning because it was, you know, here is the show. And everybody left and we're going, oh,
0: oh. okay. And, so you're oh, not you're not actually here for us then?
1: Yeah, uh, okay, well, let's start then, all right, you know. And uh, and then one or two came up and, and sat, as he says so correctly, quite near to hear us. And then the bizarre thing of a series of blokes just stood by the full pool table and had an enormously loud conversation as if we were just having a chat in the corner, um, whether somebody said to them, actually, you know could you go in the other room but they disappeared and then slowly but surely more and more people came in and then a strange man came up and um wanted a an autograph from Kerry and you were, uh, you were uh, you gave him short shrift let's let's put it that way yeah and um uh and then more and more people came and listened but it was it, it was um it, we meanwhile we were just concentrating on the show weren't we really when uh
0: and, it worked and, out quite well i think worked because very well yeah, yeah as
1: he says kerry was indeed on fire kerry kerry at the beginning gave a speech before we'd even um started the show and then gave his proper speech question and answer at the end and was similarly was was just great in the middle of it just uh putting us on our toes let's say yeah. uh, but he was very funny it's uh it was, it was fantastic fantastic show Great. Loved it.
0: It was kind of great fun to do the show in a pub again. A lot of people have written in actually saying how much they enjoyed it. I, I, I'm glad that you did, but it, it won't happen very often, I'm telling you now.
1: And I had a lovely chat with Tommy, who, of course, was Anders Frisk's linesman in a team. And he said to me, I like listening to you do, uh, talking about referees. He said, I agree. I went, oh, fantastic. Well.
0: Yes, Thomas is lovely. He's one of our actually very, very good segue, JK, because he's one of our Patreon members. And it was really lovely to actually meet Thomas. Uh, clayton it was a ball i don't know if you heard the show at all from friday
2: no i haven't had a chance to listen to it but i will do
0: it's it's absolutely insane but there you go uh yeah good to meet you thomas good to meet you oscar good to meet you daniel good to meet you patrick all the other lovely swedish people we met on friday it was really honestly we were absolutely honored and privileged to be there to do the show at your your meeting and uh we really did enjoy it. But most of all, we've enjoyed meeting you lot. And, uh, you know, it was just great. So thank you very much. What a much beautifully for
1: gentlemanly letter that is, oh,
0: may I say. But Daniel is. He's a class act, mate. As are you guys, Clayton, in particular. Lovely to see you as always, dear boy. Lovely to be on. Really enjoyed it. It was good fun. It's always great to see you too. Yeah, you too, mate. And uh, I don't know if I'll see you tomorrow night, because uh, I'm going to be getting up there by the skin of my teeth, I think. I'm not leaving till okay, five.
2: I'll, I'll, wave, I'll wave at time. I'll
0: wave at you. I am sitting in my seat though. So I shall wave to you. Right. Now uh, that is all we've got time for tonight. No match this weekend, obviously. So therefore no preview show this Friday. Uh, so JK and I will be back with Martin Wickham next Monday to look back at the Real Madrid match and ahead to the match against Brentford. So there you go. Now I mentioned Patrick a minute ago. Uh, thomas being a member of it many of you are many of you who listen live in mixler are as well so if you like what we do you can become a chelsea fancast patron and it helps to cover the cost of doing the show uh there's no pressure i love you all anyway whether you do or not Uh, but if you want to you can donate a little bit every month at patreon.com forward slash chelsea fancast and if you do uh, you will get a Kerry Dixon mini banner if you want one and you automatically well you don't automatically join our Discord group I send you the link but you can join it if you want to and yes somebody asked me Russ Kettle Keddie he wants to know where the banners are though I promise that I'll try and get them out this weekend uh, next week okay because I failed to do it in my two weeks off which is what I promised to do but I will try and do very well right if you uh, want your email or Patreon or Clayton are you waving or He's waving. If you want your email or Patreon or Instagram post or tweet to be read out on the show, then let me have them by the end of the day on Sunday, uh, or any day actually, because we do the in off the post now, don't we? But it's ChelseaFanCast at com, and you can find us on all the socials at Chelsea fancast. me at Stanford cheers, Jonathan at JonathanKid, and Clayton at Goalie59. Uh, JK, uh, an absolute ding-dong of a pleasure as always.
1: Very good fun. Clayton is excellent and... Um... Uh, and a lovely show and um, lovely debate Yes, a big my- series of emails and just uh, fantastic.
0: Yeah, my misery has been assuaged.
1: It's another chapter in the, uh, the the wonderful mania of being a Chelsea fan.
0: It is bonkers, isn't it? Oh. It's a fucking batshit club. I mean, I, this this big party, there were people who were really into football. Actually, actually I met a lovely guy who was a QPR fan, but he was quite he wasn't obnoxious like most of them are, and and we were talking about it, and there was a few other people who who like football, but not like we do, and they they couldn't, they were saying what the fuck is going on, and I said well no this is quite normal. Chelsea is fucking batshit insane as a football club, and it always has been. And if you've been following them for a while, you kind of get used to that, don't you? In a way.
1: As long as we keep winning, eventually, and come back out, I just find the the descent of an elite club into possible relegation is is kind of sort of just madness it is madness Gigi. it's just it is. Bizarre. this is yet, madness this is
0: madness of it. this is yeah. madness I've got to look. is that another song this is madness this is madness killing joke yeah yeah it's off one of their first two albums i'm not sure which one it might be off uh what's this for but it's probably off uh the first one which is just called killing joke uh, anyway, don't get me started about Killing Joke because this podcast will never end. Bless you, mate. Sorry about your hay fever. Have some, oh, have some pirities, mate.
1: No, I've, yeah, I've got to take care Yeah, uh,
0: you, you need your pirities, mate. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble. Uh, right, yeah. everybody at JK, brilliant to see you as always. I look forward to seeing you week today. Uh, for everybody out there, thank you for listening. See you Friday. No, sorry, see you Monday. Uh, next Monday. Next <laughs> Monday, the 24th. Uh, don't forget to get your Johnny Boyle... Chelsea live at the Troubadour tickets, or if you don't, another moose dies. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefree, and keep
1: it chels. Up, up the, the chels! Chil- Chil- yeah, boy, yeah, you better let me drink tea on a skewer tomorrow night. Come on, eight more, I like can't keep up with me.